This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. You know, I observe Trump. I'm somewhat supportive of Trump. But they have made me MAGA. And they have made me ready for whatever is next because what they are building for young people, I, I can't I can't sit by and just let it happen without raising my voice. It's been interesting to see how many people coming out speaking out against this that normally don't wow. venture into the swamp at all. That guy's name is Jason Whitlock from the sports world. He was even talking about it. And how common is that? How common isn't where people were like, oh, I can't stand Trump, but you know what? I'm going to support him because this is wrong. Oh, even Alan Dershowitz, who we know, I mean, he's probably one of the best known attorneys in the in the world, if not the country. Uh, he's no Trump supporter. He even said it. This is laughable that this is going on. I, it, it, what does Jason Whitlock do? You said he's a sports guy? Sports columnist, commentator, <clears throat> TV guy. He was here's on a, uh, Tucker last night saying that. So here's a sports guy that's affected so badly that he goes on Tucker. People just, uh, you know what, you, you presented it probably in the best light, Bill, when you said they're not looking at the bigger picture. This changes the the realm of politics for the rest of our lives. Now, if the Republicans get in power, they're going to start arresting and, and, you know, indicting Democrats oh, they don't gonna, like. Of course they know? are. Of course they are. Does anybody want that? No, it's going to. Whoever's in power just goes and arrests the guys that might threaten them. And then it goes back and forth. And, but, gee, that's great. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's, yeah, that's going to be great. So, they have the whole, so the FBI is just going to be a political arm of whoever's in power. Then. Great. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. It's craziness. Great. It's, or the IRS. Look yeah. at that Twitter guy. The, the guy with the, the Twitter notes that he released, what's his name, Talib? They went to Taibbi. his house. Taibbi. They went to his, the IRS went to his house. While he's testifying. I was like, what is going Gee, on? Gee, there's nothing shady there. Wow, you don't think they pulled that one out of the hat? Come on. I, uh, but it's, it's craziness. And then, uh, so this was interesting. We won't spend the whole time on this. We'll get some you know fun stuff to talk about, too, for Friday. But it's really important. Lindsay, did you see any of the Lindsey Graham thing last night when he talked about it? Just it was weird. Replays this morning. He looks he looks like he's puffy. He goes, so, so this is, Hannity had like this full panel and like a studio audience talking about this it was that big obviously it's huge news lindsey graham comes on the monitor looked like he'd just been crying yeah he did his unless eyes allergies unless maybe? it's worse allergies than even what i have i have no idea but and he comes on and he says this trump wins in court and he wins the election that's how this wins ends it was like you remember lindsey graham when he became lindsey 2.0 during the kavanaugh thing right. and like he became good lindsey so it was kind of like that then something really weird happened, and I don't know what exactly the deal was. He, as he's speaking, I th- I think it was Hannity's studio audience starts heckling him. Really? And he had to pot the studio audio down, and then just let Lindsay answer. Wow! And then what? he'd ask him another question real quick, and he still hear the people in the background. What did Lindsay? What did then Lindsay would, Graham do? Then it would pot it down again. He was kind of like doing the side eye kind of thing. Like, where's oh. that coming from? At first, I thought it was somebody behind Lindsey Graham. Holy cow! But it sounded like this. How do you get the 34 counts on this in your view? That's, wow. That had to be in, in Hannity's audience. <laughs> had to be, because where else would they be coming from? And then they would but why pot, are they yelling? Down the, you know, they would, that's, a, that's a media term. They would turn down the volume in the studio thing and then just have the volume on Lindsay's answer. Wow. Once he asked the question. 
could Lindsey Graham hear all that? Well, he, he gave up like a... Like a sideway glance kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, like, he didn't know where it was coming from at his monitor. Wow. Isn't that weird? That's very strange. Mm. Interesting. All right, I, I promised you some good news in baseball. I found the audio of... And I'm, Jen, be nice. I'm going to be nice because, you know, and you know why? I watched the video. I had not seen the video, and I just watched it. And the only reason I'm nice is because I don't know who the baseball player is that's right. in the background. Right. It's oh, his. Oh, this. I thought we were doing the national anthem. Oh, oh, it's, I'm sorry. It is the national anthem. No, we should do. Well, okay. Now I'm confused. Well, here was the. I'm confused. Adam Wainwright is a pitcher for the Cardinals. Okay. Now, you said he sang the national anthem. He must have asked. Or did the singer back out at like the last second and he's the only other person they had available? I hope he asked. Is he bad? Uh, he might have duct taped the uh, oh, no. <laughs> scheduled singer to a pole in the clubhouse. I don't know. He's bad then. <laughs> this is why I say, well, be nice. It's, it's, I still think it was awesome. Okay. All right. Here's, let me, okay. This is, is he a, in his uniform and everything? Yeah, yeah. On the field? Oh, like yeah. Okay. All right. Full thing. It's, okay. uh, you know how rabid the Cardinals fan base is. They're great fans. Big introduction, right? So here's right. the very first part. Performing today's national anthem, number 50, Uncle Charlie. Why do they call him Uncle Charlie? I have no idea. If his name's Adam. So they bring him out. It's full crowd. What a, what a, what a moment, right? Yeah. The whole world's watching you. Oh, God, no. Be nice. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? Get it! Yeah! And his, He's well, a would-be country star? I don't know. <laughs> well, Is that what he's going I think for next some, career? Some sort of acoustic guitar near him, yeah. too. Okay. And, it, and, and it, of course you got to play the finale, right? Oh. And the Acceptable. Standing ovation. All right. I mean, it was. I, I mean, thought it was great. It wasn't that good. But <laughs> yeah. it was it's good. I mean, it wasn't great. Yeah, he's good. I think so. I mean, he's he not, wants to be a country music yeah. star. I, I mean, he's not that's... terrible. Well, maybe he's okay. It, but listen, you know how hard that is. The echo. Yeah. Yeah. You don't I'm... think this guy's practiced a thousand times in his own stadium? <laughs> he may have even done it before. Wow. I don't know. Is he? He's a big star for the, their their team. He's mm-hmm. been around a long time. Okay. Uncle, why is the Uncle Charlie? I got to no find idea. out. Somebody's going to find out why Uncle Charlie, when his name is Only a Cardinals like fan, would know that. I have no idea. But I, I think Uncle I think Charlie. he was all right. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, you did better than what I could do. Yeah. Okay. It takes a lot of guts. <laughs> Jen is not impressed. Not impressed. <laughs> he's all right. I mean, it's not bad, but I yeah, mean, he's chaotic, I, you know, wonderful. All time opening day moment. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the only reason is because he plays for him. I can't think of another time, though, where a starting pitcher sang the national anthem before a game. I mean, Shoshoe Otani there, or what his name is. Shoshoe Otani does not sing the national anthem, Jen. You literally learns English, you will. That's right. I tell you. He's working on it. He's he's trying. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this just came in, too. It just finalized. I do have the audio from the crowd of the proposal, the guy that got decked. Oh. Okay, now this story, I, origi- I originally was against it, but after watching the video, I may be on the guy's side, actually. I, well, I look, the security guard went bananas. 
Oh, he was he. I, how he didn't hurt the guys beyond me. And there's a Dodgers player. I think it's a Dodgers player in the background going, "Oh, yeah." He, and he's the only reason why I feel badly for the guy on the ground. So some of the crowd reaction, anyway, because I know it's mostly a visual. We'll put it on the blog a little bit later too. All right, latest in the Trump indictment. More reaction from that coming in. How long they've been working on this? What does it mean? When will he be arraigned? I'll have it coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Thank you, Jennifer. She was another one outside of the FAU campus. They're all doing live shots now. The world is on the campus of I FAU. I saw some national press out there. Hey. hey. When do they raise the tuition? <laughs> just, I'm just asking. It's, it's going to happen. Monday. I am. Mean, for incoming <laughs> freshmen next, next year, which starts what, in August, right. does the next season, do they have, does the tuition go up? Got, got to get the applications in first, and they can justify it. Yeah, next year, yeah. Yeah, we went to the Final Four, so we are quadrupling our tuition. All right, you kid, but you were exactly right. It's what happened oh, it's to UF. Happen. Happened to FSU. Happened to all of them. Ohio, I, see, when I went to Ohio State, they were already an established football program. Oh, yeah. And it, when I tell you ruled the school, it ruled the school. It rules that town. It I was, had an interview in Columbus once, and the guy basically told me, listen, OSU, Ohio State and the football program specifically runs everything in this town. It's so true. And he was right, including it, the newspaper. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the Columbus Dispatch, as wow. it was called. When Woody Hayes punched the kid on Clemson, yeah. there were revolts on campus because they knew he was going to get fired, <laughs> that they had to fire him because of what he did. Ah. And that way, it, I thought they were going to burn the campus down. <laughs> I mean, hundreds of thousands of kids were going crazy wow. because they were going to get rid of Woody. And then they appeased everybody by saying, he's going to be a professor now. And he taught a class for years. On what? Uh, Criminology? I, on coaching. I have no idea what I know, we're, I know we're getting off subject here, but I just uh, Woody Hayes taught a class at Ohio State? Yeah, for a number of years, actually. I never knew this. Yeah. They have a lot of coaches do that, don't they? That's yeah. that's interesting. But that's how they <clears throat> appeased the boosters. Huh. You have to remember, Woody Hayes was a god. Oh, my gosh. He, he yes. like, floated over the campus. He didn't walk. He floated. Sure. He's like so. Nick Saban now. Yeah. Right. So. All right. So the guy that's a god now for FAU. Yeah. Dusty May. Yes. Good news. He's sticking around for at least one more year. <laughs> That's all he committed to. He said he'd be back for next season. In the sport. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> yeah. At FAU. And that's at good FAU. news. FAU. So good for him. Yeah. So maybe, after, I don't know when his contract expires. One year. Oh, that's, that's why. why. Okay, yeah. so he's back <laughs> for one year. What are the odds that he stays? Well, FAU has got to pay pay up because not only do you make the final four, and his contract is making 150 k this year. He made 300000 in bonuses. Oh, for making the final four. Oh, good incentive stuff. Yeah, right. Excellent. So he he doubled the salary just in bonuses good. and incentives. How much does a college basketball coach make? The really big ones. Yeah, like a Tennessee millions. or an Indiana or somebody like that. Three, four, five million a year. Yeah. So I mean, he's his name is gonna you know shoot up in the ranks where he may not make you know five million a year, but if he goes to another school, you. SEC with the Florida Gators, you know, maybe make a million dollars all of a sudden. You're making 150, now you make a million. If they, depending on how things go, if FAU commits to like building up more facilities and you know whatever, right? It, teams are big teams are always doing that anyway. Yeah, We've got I mean, a new weight room this year. That's right. To try to bring in players and to retain coaches. I wonder if that's part of the money. Yeah, I mean, we're not trying to chase the guy away, but we're just speaking realistically here, I mean, yeah. you're a top name in the coaching game now, and he just won Coach of the Year yesterday as Excellent. well. Excellent. Okay. So that's also Have good Have you guys right? walked around FAU's campus? Yeah. Every building has a name on it. Yeah. You can't tell me that president or that athletic oh, no, coach there's money. isn't yeah. calling around going, hey, there's listen, money. 
to keep this guy yeah. after next season. Right. We may need a little influx of money. Could you mm-hmm. donate a little bit more? I think he'd stay if they gave him a, a million bucks. Get ready for the FAU Dome. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> It'll be bigger than the football stadium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they did a nice job with that stadium. That stadium's anyway. great. And you know, that whole athletic department, congratulations to him. Before Excellent job. I think next year they'll be playing on Dusty May Court. That's Dusty. how they're going to get him to stay. <laughs> the, Come the on, Dusty, Dusty May School of Marketing. <laughs> anyway, that's good. I didn't. Re- I didn't even know that Deanery won Coach of the Year. Yeah, that was wow. uh, that came out yesterday, kind of in the whole kerfuffle of all the other news yesterday. But boy, it was good to see. That was Jeez. probably such a long shot. They didn't even put that in his incentive contract. Tell, right? <laughs> You're right. He probably didn't even make a bonus He's, on it. Like his agent's like, "Oh, we didn't even think of that one. <laughs> Never expected it." <laughs> Well, well, that's always fun. Good luck, Owls. Can't wait to see that yes. tomorrow night, 6.09. Uh, in the meantime, in the swamp, you know what the story is. So they're saying so far, <sighs> Trump is expected to be arraigned next week. They're thinking Tuesday. That's been the rumor so far, but they don't know. They haven't even unsealed this thing yet. They got 30 counts against him. How do they get 30 counts out of this? That's what I'm trying to figure out. What are they, for for every dollar he allegedly paid or for every fourth dollar he allegedly paid, there's a a charge? What I was trying to figure out last night, and listen, because that was my question too, was apparently it's regurgitation of the same damn thing. That's what all the legal experts were saying. So it's the same thing presented a different way. Yeah. Now they mentioned that Playboy bunny too, because she was thrown into the indictment. And that was done, like, you know, on the side. So is that what he got in trouble for, her, and not Stormy Daniels? Well, then it's a new charge. I don't know. We'll find out. I wonder if they're smart enough, because they kept this, they sandbagged everybody. Boy. Even Trump apparently was surprised, because remember they leaked out all this information. Not going to be anything. We're taking a 30-day break. We were right. even talking about we're doing this. No, there's no. And they are taking the break, but they kept, they've sent out false flags to throw everybody off the scent. Yeah, give them credit so for may- that. So maybe they are smart enough to keep something else in here that's a that's a gotcha. Even be- Dershowitz was saying, though, anything short of that, of a big surprise, big boom moment, this is just frivolous and nothing to it. Nothing. Well, how, you know, you can't tell me there aren't loose lips in Alvin Bragg's office somewhere. Right. Someone would, would have leaked this. Right. It <laughs> should be interesting to see, though, if they get something else, but we'll find out. They're saying Tuesday he will probably, Donald Trump will probably turn himself in. Yeah. He'll go there. He'll be fingerprinted. He'll have a mugshot, which we assume will become the campaign mugshot. So should be interesting. T-shirts, posters. T-shirts. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. The, nec- the, the next everywhere. rally after <laughs> this arraignment, you know how many flags will have his mugshot on it in black and white? You're right. And he just became a martyr and a star. Glenn Beck said it best. He goes, he n- he's not even a person anymore. He's a symbol. Of freedom against tyranny. He's right. He's actually reached that point. And he's got, this is going to propel him to a huge win in the presidential race. Unless okay. they lock him if up. If you can trust the elections. Wow. Yeah, I, I'd I, like th- to think so. Would be nice. It would be nice. All right, back to stupid news. Uh, finally got some. This is from the fan section. There were a bunch of phones on this. So this guy at the Dodgers game, opening day, okay. was sitting in the bleacher section, the outfield, with his girlfriend, managed to sneak down, probably just said, I'm going to get a beer or something, snuck down, snuck onto the field, in between innings, runs out onto the field, in front of her, on his knee, down on one knee to propose to her up in the bleachers. (laughs) And she apparently says yes, and the only way way you realize that is, I don't know who the baseball player is in in the background, but you see him go like, yes, you know, because she said yes. And then you see him go, oh, no. And then things went bad. Oh. Oh. 
He got decked. He got clocked. They hit him so hard that his hat went like 20 feet away from him. The whole stadium was like, listen at the end, the Dodger Stadium like PA guy was like, play some music. (laughs) (laughs) Get us out of this. He got destroyed. Yeah, he, he gets really, it looks like he got hurt. Did he get hurt? I don't know. Boy, they put him in. I mean, so he's on the ground anyway, and then this guy tackles him after a full run, immediately jumps on him and cuffs him. Oh, they cuffed him? Oh, the whole the oh, whole the nine perk. yards. Oh, come on. Does he look what did they think he was doing? It was obvious he was proposing. He's down on one knee, for goodness sakes. Wow. And but you the reaction of the guy in the outfield, and then like security guys came running from everywhere. I'm like, it's a one little skinny kid. The other guy's sitting on top of him already. Leave him alone. Yeah, after years of working games out there, these security guards, <laughs> summer hot That's sun. It. This was there. This guy's eyes lit up. He's like, this is my golden moment. I, I got a sitting duck target, and he's on his knee. I'm going to wail on him. Oh, I gotta tell kid. you guys, I think it was a little overzealous. Oh, <laughs> a little. Ridiculous. That guy went bananas. That guy clocked. He's been, he's been practicing that tackle for years. It was, it was a little take much. Take you out, punk. It is on the Morning Show blog, by the way. 850WFTL.com. Uh-huh. Has to be. Yes, you can check Thank it out. <laughs> All right. We got a lot to go through in rapid fire for a Friday. A lot to cover. Some not fun, some really fun, but we'll cover it all. We'll try to balance it all out. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's Friday. A lot going on, though. We're going to cover it all. Try to arm you with some info before you see people today. Jen's got the first one. You know, start over. Start over. What'd you you do over there? I, I didn't turn on your mic. You didn't hear that it was on, though? I didn't have the volume. I was just thought it would go and see how long it was going to go. Well, now we know how this works. Jen turns down the show when we're on. <laughs> now we know. I wow. can't even handle talking listening to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can send hate email. I get it all the time. Uh, you know, they, this whole administration's pushing electric, electric, electric. Sure you know, uh, California's going all electric by when? Well, I got news for you. If you can afford electric, good for you, because Ford... Just announced the F-150 Lightning pickup truck. Oh, this is the big one. Yeah. This is the big one. They have doubled the base model price. Of course they have. For next year to start just under $60,000. Of course. Well, I 50% guess. higher than when it was launched last year. A really? A 50% increase. That's how popular these trucks are. But it's going to save you money, they claim. Oh, yeah, sure. And not just Ford. All these companies going well, electric, yeah, all I, of them. I know, but I, I, I'm, I'm not picking on right. Ford. But it's it's true. I mean, I looked at, you know, I just got a new Kia, and I was at the dealership, and they have this beautiful, it's called an EV6, beautiful car. It, it's expensive. Yeah. Yep. Electric is not cheap. They've got some government kickbacks on this, because I know they're kind of trying to push the green thing and everything, but right. not enough to make up for that increase. No. It's no. just so funny, though. Isn't it ironic? Like, they want to push, be green, save the planet, no more gas, no more fossil fuels, but you have to be rich to be able to buy one of the cars. Yeah. Just be in the poorhouse, but yeah. you no. Know. I mean, if you want everybody to go green, then make hey. it affordable. Hey, I've got ah, this, I've got this new uh, electric vehicle, but I have to use charcoal to heat the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking the house doing? apart brick by brick and burning it. Yeah. God. That's crazy. But it defeats the purpose. But I, I think since Ford has done that, all other car dealerships are probably going to do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Eventually, right? Uh, they they have set to. the wheels in motion, so to say. Yeah, and I think with the majors, that's the one, the first one setting the price. So, is this yeah. because Teslas are, are pretty pricey that other dealerships coming out with this, you know, uh, feel like they have to match the Tesla price tag? 
Probably. Well, I think that justify it. What's yeah. a Tesla cost? I don't even know. They're not cheap. It's different models now. Yeah. I it's think in like the cheapest one is mid thirties, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's affordable yeah, like most yeah. cars. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, obviously, the news of the day yesterday was the uh, Trump indictment. He is set to, as we stand right now, he's set to be arraigned sometime next week. Uh, they're thinking Tuesday. That's been most of the chatter so far, but that can change. They haven't even unsealed the indictment yet. Everybody's been chiming in on this. All kinds of legal experts, all kinds of politicians, all kinds of regular people, and of course, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. She came out with a statement, hoping the former president will peacefully respect the justice system. Oh, here we go. And, oh, okay. and you wonder why I call her Nancy Pelosi. I can Listen s- to what she said. Yeah, I can smell the brimstone just on the statement itself. Listen to this. Disgusting. She tweeted, the grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. Ah. No one's above the law. And here's the real zinger. You ready for this? Tell me this doesn't sound like Beijing. Everyone has the right to a trial to prove innocence. Yeah. Isn't it the other way around? It's yes. the exact. Yes. You're innocent until proven guilty. The burden lies on the prosecution. I think honestly that was a slip of the tongue uh, on her part. That was that was a Freudian slip to show how she really thinks about stuff. Yep. Where that's that's You're, where her mind is. Well, they 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 came up with a char- They came they charged a guy looking and they came up with a crime later. Is what they did. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. I mean, and they were literally. Th- this should make you feel better. There were tens of thousands of replies to her tweet with people saying, uh, it's innocent until proven guilty in this country still, until you change it. Yeah. That's changed in her mind. Stopping on the Constitution every single day. I do do not think she did that erroneously. You think it was an intentional jab? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She plays stupid. Mm. I think maybe that's my problem. I just see her as completely out of touch, but... I don't know. Well, don't speaking know of out of touch, uh oh, <laughs> I gotta get something off my chest. It'd oh, be dear. so heavy during rapid fire. Please do. We'll lighten it up later. Well, I that, got a great story coming. Yeah, up, I got so a lighter go story too. This is absolutely disgusting. So, what happened in the Nashville shooting mm. with the trans female? Oh, they're, they're now calling a man. Yeah, oh, exactly. The they they okay. switched it was, around. It's a he. I'm yeah. like, uh, no. They're it was going a by woman. the he pronouns all of a sudden, yeah. and including him in one of the victims as one of the victims. That's right, one of the victims, which not a victim, which ties a in, shooter. Yes, which ties into this actually. She targeted Christian kids. She targeted Christians. That was an attack on the Christian faith and the Christian community. Yep. No one's saying it because they don't care about. The Christian faith and the Christian community, because the people who are pushing the narrative of that, like KGP, Queen Jean Pierre, yesterday, yeah. the p- people who are pushing narratives, they just hate Christians. Sorry, but it's true. So when you have Queen Jean Pierre who comes out yesterday and says, "Well, the trans community, they're in our thoughts and our prayers and in our hearts as as they continue these these attacks on the trans community." What attacks? You literally had a trans person attack a school and kill Christian kids because kids. they're Christian. So she focused on the trans, trans community doing? and not not the victims of this and who was the targeted victims because they know that now that that was this was a targeted not only Christians Christian kids. That is, but that that that's the focus. They're just completely <clears throat> glossing over that children. That's just evil. Were killed and saying, well, the the trans community are the real victims here. How? Jeez. Please explain this to me. It's evil. Yeah, that's evil. I can't. I, just, I can't I, even describe it. It just it, it, it makes my blood boil. How evil yep. and sick and twisted these people are. That they will, at the at the cost of lives of children, they will still push their agenda. Yep. Gosh, it's infuriating. It's sickening. Even yesterday, sickening. days after this happening. Yeah.
Right. And today's the first funeral for one of those kids. I had to get that off my chest because I don't blame it's you. absolutely disgusting. You're saying what people are thinking, so I get it. Awful. Well, I will lighten things up with probably one of the nicest stories you'll hear today. Please. And it happened right in our own backyard. Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies yesterday searching for a robbery suspect said to go into the woods. They send the helicopter up. You know, it does that heat-seeking thing that's got on the helicopter right. so it can figure out where heat is, whether it's an animal or a person. And all of a sudden, you hear the helicopter guy call down to the deputies on the ground. He goes, there he is, there he is. He's in the woods. Okay, go down this street. And he's telling them where to go. And then once they get to the woods, he goes, okay, go ahead 50 yards. And then you get a turn left. And he goes, okay, he's right in front of you. He's in the brush right in front of you. The, the cop leans over. Not a robbery suspect, but a 75-year-old man with Alzheimer's who had been missing for two days. Wow. They found him in the woods purely by mistake. Where wow. was this? In Hillsborough County. That's a wow. miracle. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. So they found the guy, the 75-year-old man's fine. Uh, his family, he was reunited with them. They were thrilled. He was thrilled. Everybody's going to be fine. They didn't that? even talk about the robbery suspect after that. I think they, right. were, they don't really care anymore. But amazing, I was like, wow, though. isn't that amazing? Thank That's God. Great. That's that, great I thing? think if they hadn't seen him, that would have been a way worse story. It was near the University of South Florida. So, oh. Wow. And oddly enough, I saw a military helicopter circling over 95 yesterday when I was passing Hope Sound yesterday afternoon. I don't know why. Oh, it's probably, no, it was huh. probably because of the fires. You think? Yeah, oh, yeah, they were probably okay. looking for hot yeah. spots. Could oh, be. Because it's right near the school and it's right near a neighborhood right, right there. It's, so. been, it's been dry. Yeah. Which kind of leads into this. It's so dry that I'm going to go on my back patio today and I'm going to listen to my plants. Huh? They're going to be screaming. Why are your plants screaming? Because scientists, science, Jen, don't doubt it. Okay. <laughs> have now determined that plants make noises when they're hurt or stressed out. They do? What? They do. So all those plants that I have that I've killed? <laughs> the whole time they're going, ah! Oh, no. <laughs> they they sound, all I could think about was Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> Researchers at Israel's Tel Aviv University say thirsty or stressed plants emit popping sounds that are undetectable to the human ear, but they lower the oh. frequency so, so uh, humans could hear it. They really? use special microphones. <laughs> Who is the oh, time for this? On. They use special microphones to record ultrasonic sounds produced by tomato and tobacco plants. No. <laughs> okay, so what happens when they cut them down or they pick them? Do oh, they scream? Oh, that's a big scream then. Is oh, that yeah. a big... It sounds like a roller coaster. Oh, no. They pop. They pop. They... Our, our okay. plants are talking to us, so if I go outside in our little garden, I hear, help me. Then I know that they need to get watered. <laughs> no, you know what they say? Deaner! <laughs> Deaner! <laughs> Where is that coming from? They actually have, this is the, This is stupid, it's just a popping sound, but this is the actual frequency. You want no to hear way, it? yes, right, please. Pop down the music, because it's very quiet. All right, let's hear it. Right, okay. For one second. <laughs> what? It's got a beat. Wow, look at <laughs> that. that. So that, as it dies, it plays a song for you. That was as lame as that time we played The Wind on Mars. <laughs> Remember that? NASA had that big announcement. All it was was... <laughs> we're like, yeah, they made that up in the lab. Someone <laughs> drove to the office with their window out the phone. <laughs> with the phone out the window. The the, yes. I think that was... Holy they gosh. made up the thing and they just tapped on that. Listen, that's it. <laughs> yeah, see? That's know. funny. Jeez. Well, this was... So we've been talking about the Final Four, obviously, with both the Miami Hurricanes and FAU in the Final yeah. Four. Well, no one's Tomorrow. talking about the Hurricanes. No, about you're you. right. Well, actually, that, that goes to this because... According to the, where was this from? Based on geotagged Twitter data and fan hashtags. Okay. According to that data, 
that said that most of the country is rooting for FAU in the Final Four. Underdog. Underdog, Underdog story, including team. the state of Florida. Really? Only three states, according to this data, are rooting for the Miami Hurricanes. Oddly enough, Louisiana, yeah. Georgia, and then South Carolina. Those are the only three states rooting for the University of Miami, according according to this data, that majority anyway. Majority of fans or just uh, you know casual fans watching want FAU to win. Most places in, in cool. the state outside of South Florida don't like Miami. Yes, that's correct. Out whatsoever. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like you. Miami is one of those brains. You either love them or hate them. Right. So if people have the choice, they're going to root for the other school in Florida who happens to be the underdog in, in FAU. But it is no. I mean, all the way up like the East Coast through Tennessee, through the through the Plain states, Texas, Oklahoma, through Nebraska. Wow. Even into Wyoming, it's FAU. Over the West, it becomes San Diego State. But a lot of the country is is FAU, and then some of the you know eastern states, obviously the New UConn. England area is UConn. I think people love a great story, and they're a it's great cool. story. I'm telling you, it's yeah. the Gonzaga effect, yep. right? Everyone likes the Cinderella team. Yep. Which, I, and I I think they're going to win the whole thing. That would be great. That would be awesome to see. Well, and we'll we're going to get shirts then, Dino, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. From last season. <laughs> yeah. And make right. the tournament. We'll get Conference USA <laughs> champion yeah. shirts. Is what we'll get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, more on FAU coming up, more on the Trump indictment, more reaction from that, actually. And uh, in good news, Taco Bell is going to give you a choice. Really? They're going to the fans. <gasps> really? Oh. Yep. It's big news. Can they bring back the Cholito? Well, you're going to be able well. to chime in. All right, good. That's coming good, up I next. Will. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They got there uh, yesterday, and they are uh, fully prepared, says Coach Dusty May. Big news about him, by the way, in two different ways. Jen found the first piece. He uh, agreed to, that he will return for next season. That's very big. That's but very that's a good. Big deal. That's good and, news. And, well, it also gives the university, in the event this school, well, say they go, even the fact that they went to the Final Four is a big deal, but we'll say they win this whole thing. That gives the school enough time to find money to keep them for the years following next year. Which might be, this usually happens with big-name coaches, you know, they put a lot of money into facilities, weight room, recording, uh, media presence, blah, 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 everything that makes his job easier. Right. All that stuff. So we shall see. You know, it, it does FAU want to become known as a basketball school. I think they should. They should if they're doing this, yeah. Yep. You know, it'd be kind of stupid not to take advantage of, you know, the opportunity at this point. Also, uh, we found out this morning, it was just yesterday, Coach Dusty May won Coach of the Year. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, it's I mean, from CBS, right? Oh, it, it wasn't like the coaches vote on the coaches of the well, year. That's one the of players. them. I know they have an AP one, but they, that's still big. Something to put on a resume. This is a guy that nobody knew six months ago, no. other than, I mean, people at FAU. Now, we've and, learned he's doubled his salary because of incentives in his contract. Let's hope his agent was smart enough to put this one in. Did he have the foresight to put in? <laughs> if you win any kind of coach of the year award, you get a $100,000 bonus. Or if you make it to the final four, you get a $500,000 bonus. I know that was in there. Wow. Good for him. That's that's outstanding. That's wonderful. Good for, and good for FAU. You know what? When does tuition go up? Now, because you know it's coming. 
And, and, kids and, applying to school right now, they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> but I, I mean, you may be exempt and grandfathered in if you're already there, but you can't tell me it's not going to happen. It's happened at every other school in the country. Of course it is. You know, uh, and we always laugh when we first moved to Florida. And and if you're new to Florida and you're a Gator, this is not a slam against the Gators or the Seminoles. They begged you to go to those schools. They would I, like they were giving out scholarships like candy, like please come. I think when I first moved here, tuition at Florida was like twenty five hundred dollars a year. It was like something ridiculous. It was easy to get, yeah, in. and it was easy. It was you, uh, at least you literally a, walked on campus and they accepted you. It was in nineteen eighty nine. It was easy to get in. You know right. why I didn't go? It wasn't close enough to a beach. <laughs> I'll tell you where my priorities were. <laughs> minute, what, what, made, what made you pick the school you went to? You saw pictures of what? I did a visit to USF, and I saw a girl literally in a bikini top in a math class. And I that said, was it. I'm going to go here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And that's you know where, where things your priorities went, That's were. where everything went wrong. <laughs> Can't understand why you're in radio. <laughs> uh, but we digress. All right, obviously the big news. It's We're trying to balance this out. We said it at the outset. This is one of the toughest, at least for me it is. I'm doing my best to try to filter it, not lose our minds on the air this morning and scream and shout. Nobody wants to listen to that on a morning show. I get it. We all get it. But this... Uh, I think the country changed yesterday. I'm sorry. And I don't want to sound dramatic, but I think it did. We're not going back after this nonsense. President Trump indicted on a bogus BS charge. He's he's going to be arraigned. They think it's going to be coming up next Tuesday, but this thing hasn't even been unsealed yet. Yeah, and and they're saying, according to sources, there's 30 counts against him. I'm like, okay, all you've talked about is Stormy Daniels, Michael Cohen, whom, uh, according to the current lawyer for the president says anytime Michael Cohen opens up his mouth, he's lying. Uh, even Michael Cohen's attorney testified anytime Michael Cohen talks, he lies. This uh, this guy's like, a, he's like, you know, a, he's a swamp monster. He's a, he's creepy. One of Trump's attorneys was on Hannity last night. One of his main attorneys, he goes, I, I, if this goes to it, I get to cross examine Michael Cohen. He goes, I'm going to have a field day with this guy. It's, he's an idiot. Well, he's not, he's not very bright. But they also brought up another woman, Playboy Bunny, was thrown into the mix that allegedly she was paid off as well by Michael Cohen. I, you know, maybe that's what they get him on instead of the Stormy Daniels thing. I don't it, know. It, it does. What? Okay. And this is Dershowitz thinks it's going away. Everybody seems to think it's going away. It's key to get it out of Manhattan, though. Key. Well, the first thing they're going to ask for. Yeah, but you, you think anybody's going to approve that? Change of venue? I don't know. I can't imagine any judge in, in New York's going to do that. And then they'll indict him on something else coming up next. They'll, they'll you know, charge, they'll just keep it, charge a guy him. and find a crime. It's, it's just, it's so stunningly corrupt. It's everything you ever heard about corrupt Democrats. It's all right there in front of you. All well, of and then Nancy's tweet, Palauzi there, her tweet was, oh yeah, you get to have your day in court to prove your innocence. I was like, huh? What are you talking Sounds about? Sounds like she's working in <laughs> Moscow. It's like, what are you talking about, Nance? thought you were innocent until proven guilty. Not in her world. No, he's already guilty. All right. In better news. Yes, dear. Friday, silly, goofy, doesn't mean much news, except to maybe Diener, because he's very excited when he heard about this. Taco Bell has just announced something big. They do have a good marketing department. Let's give them credit. So true. They're bringing back another throwback item. And like last year, they're letting fans decide what it is. Okay, Diener, how big of a fan are you? Do you have the Taco Bell app? No, but I should. You got to be a member. Well, you okay. gotta get You're it. there you, enough anyway. So. Yeah, true. Come on. I got to get, get it. it. You get the pizza once a week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> <Wishes>. <laughs> All right. Once you're a member, 
You can vote once a day through their app between now and April 12th. There, are, oh, there's two options. I don't know if yours is on here. Oh, which I was sorry. I thought it was why. I thought it was like a write-in. Oh, I need to write it in. I well, want the Cholito back. Well, nah, it's not there. The <laughs> first is how about the beefy crunch burrito? All right, that's a good one. First at the menu in 2010, it got pulled a year later. Yeah, that was a good one. I remember these. The other option is the Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Tacos. See, I never was big on the. On the Doritos Tacos hard shell. I know people like, that was a cult following for those things. You're ruining the story, Diener. <laughs> and have you noticed that there's a tie-in? Because on the first one, the beefy, crunchy burrito, it has uh, flaming Hot Fritos with it. Yeah, oh, and, right. that, and that's Doritos. So it's, it's Frito-Lay. Uh, that's it. It's Corruption this, even at Taco Bell. Frauds. Taco Bell's <laughs> looking for extra money from uh, a subset of city there. A little combination. Uh-huh. We'll get more money from Frito-Lay if we bring these back. Now it makes sense. At least they're creative. Well, you know what? See, okay, this is my theory, though. Don't you think they already know who the winner is? Yes. And so they just play this game and everybody, and all they do is, you know, well, build I'm, up their database. I'm voting for the beefy, crunchy or burritos. More of a burrito than Well, you got to get the app. Guy. That's what they're banking on. I'll fall for their stupid marketing ploy. <laughs> the Taco Bell election has been fixed. Yes, you're right. <laughs> their new CEO, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> See, I can question that election. Can I? There you go. <laughs> anyway. Works for me. We got more on the uh, the Trump thing. More on FAU and good news. And I don't know. I, I, Jen, I think he's an American hero. You didn't like his version of the national anthem. You, you really are kidding, right? <laughs> but but a pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals sang the national anthem yesterday, and it was you know what it was? It was America, is what it was. It should have stayed in the locker room. <laughs> need a little more practice. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Well, I think what this is about is nothing to do with the rule of law. See, obviously, this is about power. It is a demonstration of raw power. I think the Democrats know this has nothing to do with the law. They're sending a message, and the message is they will use any power that they have to interfere in the next presidential election. You know, I observe Trump. I'm somewhat supportive of Trump, but they have made me MAGA. And they have made me ready for whatever is next because what they are building for young people, I, I can't I can't sit by and just let it happen without raising my voice. A couple of different perspectives of the mm. same opinion there. The first one, no surprise, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. The second one may surprise you. Jason Whitlock doesn't usually chime in on politics. Some culture stuff, but mostly sports. Goes on Tucker last night, and that's exactly what he said. And, I, and I'm curious to see what you think about if that is a common occurrence. People that are just on the fence, never got involved, actively running away from politics. I don't. It's not about political party. Matt, we're all pawns to that. It's about one elite uniparty. It's been bending the rules forever, and finally, people are waking up to it. Wow. I mean. Are more people like him coming out against this? Well, even Mike Pence, who hasn't been a huge supporter of the guy that he was vice president for, uh, he even came out on CNN yesterday and said, this is outrageous. Trump should never have faced criminal charges. This is crazy. This is just a political hat job, hatchet job. And then Alan Dershowitz, probably notably one of the most you know liberal attorneys in the country, but most well-known, he even said it's laughable. He said, he said this it's is laughable crazy. with one caveat. He said, and I've heard this a couple of different times, he goes, I think it's nothing. I think it's going to even, he thinks it's even going to get tossed, won't even get to anything. He said, unless, because they've been pretty sneaky about this, they sandbagged everybody. They, they pulled the, the wool over everybody's eyes. They were, remember, they're sending out all these leaks 
no indictment, no this, no, that, and all of a sudden, boom, it came. Unless they've got some sort of a hammer to drop within this thing. Well, maybe it isn't about Stormy Daniels at all. Maybe it's something totally different, and just because Michael Cohen was there, right. they decided let's run with this because we know he can't keep his mouth shut. And and that's what they did, so maybe we are getting sandbagged. We find out, they say, when are they going to unseal this thing, next week? Yeah, and the arraignment, I said, that it's sometime next week. Everybody seems to be pointing to Tuesday. Hmm. So what, uh, is a big question, what's the response from Governor Ron DeSantis, who's also a political rival? Just right. within the same party, because he's going to be running for president, we think, so far. Well, his first reaction last week to the original talk of indictment was weak. It was awful. It, just, it, it hurt him in the, in the points. It just did. He didn't come out and say what he said last night, which makes a lot more sense. I think he heard you say it. I don't know about that. Still didn't mention Trump by name, which was a mistake. But he came out and said the weaponization of the legal system to advance political agenda turns the rule of law on its head. It's un-American. A Soros-backed Manhattan district attorney consistently bent the law to downgrade felonies to excuse criminal misconduct, yet wow. now he's stretching the law to target a political opponent. But then it gets good. And how, here's my question to you, how true to this does he hold himself? Florida will not assist in an extradition request given the questionable circumstances at issue with this Soros-backed Manhattan prosecutor and his political agenda. He said it. Does he hold true to it? Well, they say, at least according to other attorneys, they say that he can only delay the extradition by refusing to sign the extradition order. It doesn't stop him from being extradited because of that. And the, other, say, the other factor is Trump's going to go. Well, they say he's voluntarily going. And yeah. I think I, I still hold to this. You may think I'm crazy. I think he kind of wants to at this point. Oh, I think he absolutely wants to. And I bet you he brings a whole uh, video and photography team with him to take every every <laughs> centimeter of film they can get. And it'll be on every Trump T-shirt, every yep. Trump campaign button, every flag, every banner. You said it him before. Getting... You said it at six o'clock this morning. That mugshot is going to. And I, I don't know why I imagine it in black and white. In every T-shirt at every rally he ever goes to from here on out, it'll be on. It'll be on posters. You know how Flags. he usually opens it up. It's the flag waving on the screen. It'll be that picture <laughs> of him being arrested. He just made himself a martyr. Not him. No, he didn't want to go this far. But he's a martyr. They're saying they're not going to put cuffs on him. That they'll they'll fingerprint him and then they'll take pictures his his mugshot. And then he'll, you know, walk out or do whatever it is that they do. An unprecedented day. We, we, there's no turning back from this. It's completely been weaponized, and it's because you don't think Republicans are going to do the same thing. Let me ask so you this. So we're looking, Jen, we're looking at a future of whosoever's in power is going to arrest their political opponents. And you know what? That sucks. Okay. That's not this country. So, so say Trump wins. Who does he, who does he go after first? Uh, all of these prosecutors. Actually, he'll start with the, well, yeah, the prosecutors in these cities. So he'll go after Alvin Bragg. He'll go after Gascon and guy in Chicago. That guy, LA, that guy, guy in, in Chicago. Philly, that guy yeah. in Atlanta. That uh, person in Atlanta. That's terrible. Oh, that that, that Buckhead wants to you know secede from. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, they're they're all crazy. I love this. No bail, no money. Just that guy kill somebody. You can walk out of after we fingerprint you, take your picture. Go ahead, you can leave. That's a murderers walking crazy. free. But he's going after. On a flimsy charge against a former president. All right. Okay, this is makes, where we are now. Makes no sense to right. me. Sure. None whatsoever. All right. It can't be all heavy news. It's Friday, for God's sakes. Yeah, really. Lighten things up over there, would you? Let's talk about the... Actually, you know what? <clears throat> this was a great moment. You're a little bit too critical of his singing skills. I'm out. 
Okay. You think this guy's going to sign a platinum record deal? <laughs> Just saying. Well, with Pro Tools, anybody can sing. But this was live <laughs> in a stadium. Okay. All right, but have you ever seen an actual player at an opening day or any day in baseball sing the national anthem? Never. But the question is, is this... Did the person that was supposed to sing get sick like at the last second and he was like the, the substitute? Maybe they tied him up with duct tape against a pole. <laughs> said, I'm doing this. This is my shot. Or is this, you know, is he a big star for the team? Yes. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Here then. was the intro. Adam Wainwright, St. Louis Cardinals. Great man. Performing today's national anthem, number 50, Uncle Charlie His name's Adam. Where did Uncle Charlie come from? I don't know. I have where, to go look that up. I don't one know up. where Uncle Cards fans will know that. I have no idea. Okay. And then he starts off the song. Be nice. Oh, say can you see? Sour, huh? Well, you know. The dawn's early light. All right, let's keep this is a stadium. Any singer, any performer says that's the toughest thing to do. It's echoey. I'm a baseball player at the end of my career looking to sign a country contract. Probably. How old is this guy? Is uh, he at the end of his career? I have no I have no idea who he is. He's on the back nine, I think. Okay, that's it. See? Then you Adam gotta, Wainwright. You got to play the finale, right? Go ahead. Uh, America. I like yeah. it. By the way, to answer your yeah. question, Jen, since you're not very impressed, he's 41 years old. Oh, he's that old? He is. I and didn't know that, actually. he's 6'7". Yeah, he's a big guy. He's a monster. What does that have to do with anything? So he doesn't, well, because he doesn't have to sing. Just walk in any album place and say, sign me or I'll beat you. <laughs> the guy's a monster. Your heightest. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. Did we find out where Uncle Charlie, I gotta go look. The Uncle Charlie thing's got me totally stumped. That's his nickname for some reason. I don't know. I'm I thought he was pretty it. good. I'm all in. Okay, I'm uh, all in on Adam Wainwright's national anthem. See, now there's going to be a challenge issued. We're going to have a whole summer of, of baseball players thinking they can sing. You're going to have like Jacob DeGrom oh my God. sing <laughs> national anthem. Who's that guy, the, 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 the little Japanese guy? What's his name? Shohei Otani. Can he sing it? Can he learn English first? Give him a break. He doesn't know how to speak English. Why is working oh. on it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jen, Jen wants him like July 4th home game. <laughs> Come on. I, didn't, I didn't know he didn't know English. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, well, he knows some, I think, doesn't he? Okay. He the translator. Teach, him, teach yeah. him the the national anthem. Get him out there. He's yeah. not a little. That'll by be the, the way. new thing now. He's Why? not little. That guy's that guy's bigger than Wainwright. I think. Otani's oh, really? Big, yeah. Really? Yeah, he's he looks tall. so tiny when he's Ooh, on TV. He's a big guy. Really? Yeah. He's amazing too. Yeah, he is pretty yeah. amazing as a baseball player. All right, we'll update wow. you on Trump, but mostly about FAU next next segment because we got to talk about the the hope. The hope. The hope of the basketball program living on at FAU. And then we've got more more audience reaction from that poor fan who proposed at Dodger <laughs> Stadium and got decked by security. <laughs> Didn't That's, go well. That security guy wasn't very nice. Not at all. Not all right, that nice. more. Coming up next, the <laughs> South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I feel great, you know. Um, it's a wonderful experience. You know, we got to get the job done. You know, we're in a Final Four. We just got to go finish the job. That's right. It's about finishing the job. FAU Owls practice in. A couple of practices in already. Ready for tomorrow night's matchup with San Diego State. 6.09 tomorrow? 6.09. Don't get say. Don't turn in at 6.08. They won't be playing. Wow. You're not kidding. What do Seriously they do for the first that. nine minutes? They just talk to sports people? Blah, 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 blah. Play blah, commercials. Blah, 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 blah. They don't have like one of their players singing the national anthem, do they? They should. 
Okay. I think Adam Wainwright of the Cardinals has set a new precedent, Jen. It's a new whole thing. I, I got news for you. I think you're right. Because if I were a singer and I was on another baseball team, I'd be saying, yo, they let him do it. Let me do it. Yeah. I would. And I mean, you know, what better way to get publicity if you want to be a music star? I think it's great. It's yeah. cheap for the team, too. They don't have to pay anybody. <laughs> But a couple of pieces of good news. Obviously, it's been a great story all along for the FAU Owls making the Final Four, and they may even go all the way. Who the heck knows? But for Coach Dusty May, uh, he he released some information yesterday. Said he will return to be the coach of the FAU Owls next season. Outstanding. But that's all he said was next season. So I guess his contract is up to is up after next season. So the question would be, does if you're like a, an Indiana, Tennessee, I'm just trying to think of other big schools, okay, that are they looking at this guy now? He's on the radar. And so, you know, they watch him for another year, and then, you know, at the end of his contract next year, they make him offers. Is that how that works? Yeah, unless they win like nine games next year. Okay. That wouldn't go well. He yeah. did say FAU specifically, right? He didn't yes. just say, I'll be back. No, he said, I'll, F- uh, I'll return to the game. I will be back at FAU. I'll be back in said. the league. Yeah. I'm sure that, uh, you know, I mean, well, look, what what is he getting in return, though? Does he have the ability now that he's made it to the Final Four to go back to FAU and say, listen, I know I got another year in my contract, but you might also take advantage of this situation. This might not ever happen again. First of all, I want Bob's parking spot. <laughs> I want the stadium named after me. Secondly, basketball arena. I don't want to have to pay for lunch on campus anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's got leverage, sure. And he's already got a lot of incentives, right, Diener? I think they were worked into the contract. Yeah, he was, I would say only, but for a major basketball coach, he was only getting paid $150,000 uh, for his salary this year. That's all he got. Yeah. And so, again, you know, comparatively speaking to other coaches in the game, but his incentives, his bonuses got him up to $300,000 just in that. So he doubled his salary in incentives and bonuses. Which probably go up more. You win a championship. I'm sure they put Ooh. that. If I'm they sure were putting final, somewhere. you know, Sweet 16, right, right. Elite 8, Final Four, if they were putting that in the contract, I'm sure his agent put a championship oh, well, in, just you, on a lark. You, you would know, think so, right? You know yeah. who's going to be waiting at the airport then? IRS when he lands. Oh, no. They're coming Coach. to his house. <laughs> and there's big daddy government to ruin the fun. Oh, there it is. Right there. Probably. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, Starts yeah. searching his office yeah. while he's in Houston. They'll flag him because he they do. doubled his salary. He'll get flagged if when he goes to put that one in. I'm sure he'll be all right. I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm teasing. <laughs> the long arm of the IRS. But it'd be, it would be nice to see if he sticks around. You know, yeah. again, we're, we're all assuming that next year is going to be as successful as this year. At least get to the, you know, the the big dances. You would hope it. so. I mean, they're a young team. They're full of sophomores and freshmen. I mean, they got one senior on there, Michael Forrest, who actually graduated already with an engineering degree. Smart kid. Good for him. But he's just, you know, this is the cherry on top in his college career. Wow. He's actually the one a great story. He hit the free throws to beat Kansas State at, at the end of the game to send them to the Final Four. Why so. is that like always like the Achilles heel for all these basketball players that can't hit free throws? They can, they can do three pointers to the top of the key, but they can't get a free throw. Yeah, on one leg. Uh, yeah, right. Or, yeah. Off you know, balance. All, you know, or right. Sky spin hook. it, spin it in the air. Right. But put them down on the ground and say, "Hey, hit that basket, standing still." They can't. They can't do it. Maybe just the pressure. Yeah, all mental. the focus is on you. Mental yeah. thing. I was just, just crowd curious. noise. Because I mean, so. Shaquille O'Neal used to miss all the time. He's driving me crazy. But like, what are you doing? But he, he could not shoot free throws. He, he could. He'd get a shot. You know, ten feet off of the top of the key. I'd be like. You just hit a 50-foot shot. And he could grab the ball and just reach out and almost touch the rim. That's right. But he couldn't hit a free throw. Just drive me nuts. He always said, though, I hit him him when it matters. (laughs) (laughs) That was a big basketball talk there. It was. Well, we're sticking with sports.
tired of talking about the indictment, even though we'll, we'll cover cares? that in rapid fire. But uh, this did not go well for this cat. What have we always said? What's our morning show policy about guy proposals? Well, oh. you know, if you're going to do it on the jumbotron, it traditionally means it, you're you're focusing more on you than the actual act or the woman that you're you're proposing to, or the guy or the girl that you're proposing to, whatever the case may be. It's about the dude. Yeah, it's about who's ever doing the proposing. I swear to you, yeah. I'm telling you, including this guy, but he still didn't deserve this. It's opening night, Dodger Stadium. <laughs> wow. This guy had been sitting in the bleachers. With his girlfriend, obviously. Probably told her, I got to go get a beer or something, or to the bathroom. And he snuck down, got to the field. In between innings, runs out onto the field in front of her, but he's on the field. Gets down on one knee, looks up to her for a proposal, up to the stands. Right. And she says yes. And the only reason you know she says yes is there's a baseball player right behind him. I don't know who he is, some outfielder. And he was psyched. And he was psyched because when she says yes, you see him go, yeah, he pumps his fists. And then what happens to this poor guy next? The, even the baseball player goes, oh, my God. Now, it's mostly a visual on the morning show oh. blog, but you can hear it. Oh. I mean, decked. Oh. Yeah, but they... <laughs> the Dodgers team's like, play the music! Play the music. But they, uh, they we just killed blue. the guy. Usually you're cheering for the security guy, especially like in a football game. You know, and oh, take him out, idiot, right? Yeah, some idiot. I mean, last time we had somebody run onto a field. The play, remember that guy that tackled that the, the tackle guy took yes. him out. It was like boom, he clocked the kid, and everyone was cheering. In this case, I mean, like, what's the guy doing? Like, he just proposed. You got to tackle him like that, jerk security guard. I, I just get this feeling like some security guard that's been at Dodger Stadium for years. His eyes lit up. <laughs> He's like, "This is my. This is a sitting is duck." It. I'm going to destroy him. This is my big... And he does. The kid's hat goes like 10 feet away. I oh, mean, he, he really clocks him. He clocks him. The then he gets him thing. on the ground, immediately put the, puts the cuffs on. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was wild. But most people, you know, I put it up on our... It's up on our Facebook page and on our blog here, but most people agree with us that the, the, the security guard was a little overzealous. He could, I'm sure that if he tapped the kid on the shoulder and said, come with me, it would have been it. Boy, I tell you what, are we sure she said yes? If she says no now, (laughs) she's an awful person. No, she said, well, I think she said yes because the baseball player behind her was cheering. Oh, that's good. So I would assume that's when she said yes because you don't see her at all. All you see is poor guy kneeling and then he gets clocked. Anyway, anyway, get the, uh, see, it's more of a visual. You got to see in the morning show blog, 850wftl.com or the, uh, the 850 app. We got rapid fire again coming up next. A couple of stories. We'll go around the room informing you. Hopefully entertaining you, but mostly informing you. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. So much happening. Some of it's not so good. Some of it's great. Jen's got all the first one coming. What's going on? Well, this one's not so great at all. Let's go to Loveland, Colorado. Let's go to Wednesday morning. Parents drop off your kids at school. Kids get on the school bus. Kids go to school. You expect them to go to the classroom, sit in the classroom, wait for the teacher to show up. Teacher's already there. Little kid texts his parents. Says, uh, it's 8.57. There's a sign on my classroom door that says, go to the cafeteria. Huh. So kid goes down to the cafeteria. Half the school's sitting in the cafeteria. No teachers. Oh, geez. All the classrooms have been locked. At least eight of them. 14 staff members have left the campus. Why? Why? There was a school shooting threat. 
The teachers locked the doors to the school and, and the classroom and left and didn't take the kids and with them. And they left the kids. And left the kids. All right, I fire left, every one of them. Left notes on the door that said, go to the lunchroom. Fire every one of what? them. What? Now. And how the parents found out where the kids were texting going, hey, now we hear there's reports that there's an active shooter. We're here. We're by ourselves. And there's nobody telling us what to do. Can you imagine if that was your kid? What? They say they're going to go over the new training for teachers. New training? I'll training, give them new I, training. I, I agree with this. I'll be fired for doing that to a bunch of kids. And now you you, you compare this to that principal yeah, who went running. At, the, at the Christian school in Nashville who literally went running towards the danger and, and tried right. to protect the kids. Oh, that's disgusting. Isn't that horrible? Absolute cowards. 14 staff members left the campus that morning. Cops admitted... Uh, they sent out a, I guess they sent out a text to the parents at like 947. There was a threat. It was not a viable one. There's no shooter on campus. But still, all these teachers left and left these kids. Amazing. How do you even bring yourself to do that? That's I don't know. Gross. Maybe they're, I mean, they're thinking they're high. Maybe they should know better. But what was even worse, though, the kids said they had no idea what to do. No, so there's been no training. Remember that school in Colorado? And the kids all, you see them leaving the school to the back of the school with the cops. And the, all those kids said right. the reason we knew what to do was we went through all this training after yep. what happened at Parkland. Yep. These kids obviously have had no training because they're all saying the same thing. We didn't know what to do. We were left. It, we were stuck. Again, I, I know I keep beating a dead horse on this, but it all goes back to school security yep. and securing these schools and churches too. And there's a perfect example. They didn't even do training, let alone have Isn't that horrible? officers on the campus at all. They didn't even have that. Wow. Because we keep overlooking that, and they keep and they keep just jumping right to the grab-all-the-guns issue instead of securing these schools. They didn't even have training. Isn't that terrible? And i tell you what, you know, I, I understand the teachers in your story were in a tough position. I get it. They never should have been in the position to have to make that decision yeah, to be the ones kids. to protect the kids. Right. Because the school should have security. Okay, in fairness to the teachers, maybe they thought that the kids would never get in the school because the cops would have been there to say, hey, there's we got reports of an active shooter. Right. No, you can't and leave. you couldn't no. have left your, you know, the kids never would have, and maybe that's what the excuse was. You can't leave the kids But behind. it was a good two hours later that they did, that was the first text they got from the school that's the parents. That's crazy. Two hours after the kids were left. I would, I would make sure every one of them was fired. Sorry. Yep, that's craziness. Well, you certainly heard a lot about this story after the indictment of President Trump yesterday, the first ex-president to be indicted. He, uh, now we're getting information this morning. We had heard all along that the arraignment was supposed to happen in Manhattan next week. It's They're focusing in on now next Tuesday, reportedly. Okay. That's going to happen. Do you think, and Dina, you brought this up off the air, do you think the Final Four has something to do with it or the final game? I think so. That they like pushed it off towards that. Yeah. Oh, they always go by they always go by the media things. I sure. think everyone's gonna yeah. be watching basketball I, on Monday night. I so. am convinced that the uh Nashville story, what we're learning now, and there's a lot more we're learning about that monster that shot up that school. I, I'm convinced that that had something to do with the timing of the announcement on this as well. Get it out of the headlines, can't have it. It's true. Mm. Gotta have the distraction story. Sure, of course. Oh, yesterday, speaking of distraction story, they talked about the FBI released why the guy in Vegas shot all those people. Their motive was now he was mad at the casino because they didn't treat him right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So he shot 60 people on the ground outside? <laughs> Do you believe that? No, I don't uh, believe that at all. I, don't I still either. don't believe there's only one shooter. Yeah, well. Too many people said there were too many shots coming from different ways. All right, Diener, I'm hoping you have something lighter over there. A little bit? Okay, oh, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> we are. We're progressively getting a little bit lighter, but this is... I found this intriguing because talk about distractions and things going uh, like underreported. Yesterday, DeSantis 
Yes. On top of his statement for Trump saying, you know, we're not going to allow the extradition uh, for, you know, a, a crazy case like this. But under the table, maybe I guess I could say that. I don't know. Behind the scenes, he passed through legislation to repeal the law that says a sitting governor in the state of Florida cannot run for president. Right. And he that said, happened and He said it was coming. He said he was going to do it. And I just feel like it kind of went, you know, unreported for obvious reasons. Yeah. But it, it happened. So that's obviously a sign of things to come, which after yesterday, I don't think he should run. I, I, I was I just going to say gonna that. Run, you know? I think because Jim, remember Jen was saying this during rapid fire yesterday. I think you're right. I think he shouldn't. This is a time to unite. Your time's so. coming, buddy, but not now. Yeah, I, I think he should leave it alone now. But when you, you know, repeal a law that says a governor can't run for president, it's kind of clear what your intentions are. But I don't think he should do it right now. I don't think not so either. This. Pull out. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like Glenn Beck said, Trump's not, he's not even like a person right now. It's, he's a symbol of freedom against tyranny. That's what he is. It's, it's a That's great, what they've made him, a martyr. Yeah. And people, it's a great comparison. It's a, it's a great analogy. People who support him are rabid. Right. Don't, don't tick these people off. And the other way around, too. I mean, it is, you know, both people extremes. Way it is. It really is. But kind of whether you like it or not, it's true. He's, he's become a symbol. That shirt that's going to come out. Absolutely. The posters that are going to come out with his mugshot, that is going to be a symbol of we're going to stick it to the man. It's going to be Trump's mugshot in black yeah. and white and written under it straight out of Mar-a-Lago. That's right. That's it. <laughs> it's coming. Straight out of Palm Beach. Maybe they'll put bars in front of him. Oh, you know, I hope like so. Like he's holding on to the bars. Oh, yeah. Print it now. Okay. And he would love it. Yeah. I have a better story. Good. It's all about food. Pop-Tarts announced its latest flavor, frosted banana bread pop-top. Tarts. Frosted okay. banana. Okay. It actually doesn't sound bad. Okay. They say it tastes just like banana bread. Here's the gotcha. What? They have a limited edition Pop-Tart Tartigan sweater to go along with the new banana bread Pop-Tarts. What, is it a sweater made out of Pop-Tarts? No, but it looks just like the Pop-Tart. It's the <laughs> same color. They, This crochet artisan, have no idea who this person is, uh, created the granny square <laughs> crochet pattern by the Pop-Tart. It looks just like the Pop-Tart. The same colors. They only have 60 of them, so you can, they're probably sold out already, but they're 45 bucks each if you go to bananabreadpoptarts.com. Why do we need to mess with the Pop-Tart? Go with the classic flavors. Which one's your favorite? That, oh. I haven't had one in a couple of decades. <laughs> really? Oh, no. But that, that, uh, that sprinkled strawberry thing. Oh, Can't no, go wrong with that. Cinnamon yeah. sugar thingy that's one. That's a good oh, one. That's good. I kind of got into the s'more one because I was kind of like a teenager when Pop-Tart came out those. with the s'more Pop-Tart, and I used to, used to down those pretty good. Yeah, they're horrible for you. <laughs> oh, my they gosh, are yes. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Friday, so let's talk about some fluffy uh, movie theater stuff. Let's do it. Oh, let's Dungeons go. & Dragons, Honor Among Thieves is out. It was, the you know, Thursday is the premiere night, so it's out oh. already for the weekend. That's the thing with Chris Pine, right? Yeah. Chris Pine. I have no idea what that show's about. Well, here's the it's description. Dungeons & Dragons. Oh. Chris Pine plays a charming thief who gets imprisoned with his accomplice, a barbarian played by Michelle Rodriguez. That's right. Oh. Okay. Uh, sorry. The uh, evil con artist is Hugh Grant. Oh, see, the cast is good, so it's, it'll be good. It's I love Chris really Pine. good reviews. I mean, the movie looks ridiculous. It looks like, not that I ever played Dungeons & Dragons. I really don't yeah, know much on. about it. Yeah, you sure did. You I, did. I swear to no, God. You I locked did. yourself in the room in the no. basement yeah, with all your you friends did. like they did in Stranger Things. I swear. But it just it, it feels like they just kind of made a joke out of it. I don't know. Like, if I was a huge Dungeons & Dragons person, I would feel insulted by seeing the trailers for this. What do you it's want, like, like a serious? Yeah. Mind oh. Flayer. Make it like Lord of the Rings. And then the really? other movie out is something called Malum. 
Huh. Oh, rookie, what the hell's that? A rookie police officer <laughs> takes the last shift to the decommissioned police station to undercover the connection between her father's death and an evil cult. That Whoa. sounds horrible. Nope. No You're interest. Out, that, yeah, on that, that sounds terrible. I will, uh, nope. Yeah. Not was, see both of these. What was the one that was nominated for an Oscar? Women talking? Wasn't it? We were yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Women talking. I live that. <laughs> I don't need to go see it. <laughs> so another big thing this weekend, aside from the movies and the final four, of course, WrestleMania oh my God. is happening this weekend. <laughs> it's happening Saturday and Sunday. Easy there, Dino. In Los Angeles. Now, all kidding aside, I know you guys get on me. I'm the wrestling nerd. I get it. But it's actually the seventh most watched, consumed, money-wise, everything, uh, sporting event in the world. Oh, it's massive. It's it's incredibly really? big. You Me- got- remember when DeSantis opened up wrestling to WWE for Florida? Right. Oh, remember he said it was something. It fell into a certain category yeah. so they could open. And, the, yeah. and I think it was Nikki Freed saying, he cares more about wrestling than your health. That's right. Yes. <laughs> and, and it was a big deal yeah. because then they brought more businesses and all that. I mean, we remember oh, yeah. the history of it. But, I mean, it's it's a huge event. It's a global event. People come from all over the world for this thing. There's so much money involved with it. Celebrities come out to it. It's a two-day show. It's huge. Yeah, it's. Do they crown a winner at the end, like a WrestleMania winner? Well, you have title matches. You know, like, I, I've never watched it, so I don't know how it works. You know, heavyweight. I, I, you just, for the first time, saw Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. I showed you the <laughs> clip of Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant from 1984. It's been around that long, huh? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a legendary moment. I've I've missed but so many. The problem in for life. me, being uh, the wrestling yeah. nerd that I am, timing. You got FAU on at six o'clock. WrestleMania starting at eight, and the Miami Hurricanes at eight thirty. This is like impossible for me on Saturday. Well, can't you tape the wrestling? Yeah, really. Well, here's the thing. So it's on Peacock. It's on demand. So you can watch anytime you want, but you have to watch WrestleMania live. It's like it's like recording the Super Bowl. You have to watch it live. You have no choice. It's on. You can't wait. Well, can you put it on without the sound and then watch the basketball game with sound? I'm going to have to put the basketball on another screen. Just stay off wrestling Twitter and no one's going to spoil it for you. Can't do it. Why don't you contact uh, Vince McMahon? It's already been predetermined anyway. <laughs> Just to find out. He'll yeah, tell you really. what the results were. It hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind Saturday night with both these things on. It is you're, a conundrum. It is. You're a poor family. And but your then, wife deals with this. Well, at least Sunday is just WrestleMania. Two-night event. Get ready. Does she like it, too? She actually does. Okay. Not as much as me, but she gets into it. You're the only person I know who's like a fanatic. One In out of my a billion, life, you're so. the only person I've ever met. <laughs> I'm sure you have some closet wrestling fans. No. There's a billion fans, Jen. Not a in my billion. Life. Not in my life. <laughs> All right, it's a big up. deal, believe it or not. It's coming up. We're going to hear from uh, one of Trump's attorneys uh, about the whole indictment thing. But also this, a very sad story of an eagle who thinks a rock is an egg. Aww. I don't think it's a sad story. It's the saddest thing I've ever seen. No, it's not it's a sad headline. <laughs> yeah, I know, isn't it? It's a stupid eagle. <laughs> All right, that more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. He initially was, was shocked after he got over that. Put a notch on his belt, and he, uh, you know, he decided we have to fight now. And and he got into a, you know, a typical Donald Trump posture where he's ready to be combative on on something that he believes is an injustice. All right. Well, that's uh, wow. apparently going to be his lead attorney on this deal, Joe Tacapina. He was talking about the president. He also made a quote. He said, "This president's knees don't buckle." Well, when have you ever seen Trump back down? 
I mean, he even said it when the China and Russia situation was going on. He was like, China, you know, Russia never would have invaded Ukraine were I in power. It wouldn't have. China wouldn't be over there giving them money. That wouldn't be happening right now. Right. There are a lot of things wouldn't be happening. He's, he was a man of his word, and he never backs down. And, and, and I always call him like Teflon Don, like John Gotti would be. Even when he's facing the worst of situations, he still comes out on top. He has an uncanny ability to see five steps in front of the competition. Well, think of all the arrows that have been shot at him so far. And they are right. I always thought this was just kind of like hyperbole at first. They, the Trump family has a fondness of saying, from the moment he and Melania came down that golden elevator, they launched investigations. You're That's right. That's the God's honest truth. It's That's true. like factually correct. And you got to think, though, this has been going on his whole life because – He's always had people in New York hate him for his real estate deals and trying to take him out there, trying to get him for tax evasion, trying to get him for this. Trying to, I mean, this man fights adversity. Okay. Adversary, ad, 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 you know what I mean. I can't say the word this morning. That. That. Every day of his life. But all of these people, all of the established elites that we're talking about right now all loved him before he came down that elevator. Because they knew they were afraid of what he was going to do. It's they true. knew what he did, and there's one reason and one reason only. He uncovered all the corruption with all of them in the financial field, and obviously in Washington D.C. politics, but also with all of these crooked prosecutors that have it's existed true. and have been rotting cities for years. And that's exactly what how they did this. Even on a national level, though, with the FBI, the Justice Department, look at all the crap he uncovered. No one believed him. At first, and then it all came to fruition. It's like, he's right. There are corrupt people all around you. It's kind of uh, scary. Joe Tecapina again. It endangers the rule of law for all Americans. Today, it's Donald Trump. Tomorrow, it's a Democrat. Uh, the day after, it's, uh, I don't know, your friend. Uh, the day after that, it's you or me. And that's what concerns me. We're not going back. I, you know, I don't want to... I don't want to. I know it's Friday. We're trying to have some fun. And I've, I've done my best to try to keep my lid on that, my head today. But I mean, my God, we're not. That's everything changed yesterday. Everything, because if you don't think Republicans are going to do the exact same thing, so here we are in a situation where whoever's in power is just going to arrest on flimsy charges their political opponents just to get rid of them. We are now Russia. It's kind of scary. Hopefully, he'll change this. You know, hopefully there won't be when if and when Trump wins. Say, okay, he wins the re-election because this arrest and this charge. Just catapulted him into the the seventies as far as his popularity goes. Oh, absolutely! People, even if you hate him, you love him right now because of what's going on. He's going to win if he runs for re-election. If he can, he'll win. And then does he finally just sit back and say, you know what? No, I'm not going to be that jerk, and I'm not going to do anything retaliatory. I'm just going to sit here and let things play out on their own. No, because the only way to fix this corruption is to be retaliatory. It'd be combative. I'm sorry, but it is. We got one shot. Does he go after the Gil Gascons and the the Alvin Braggs of the world? They might start with the prosecutors. It has to stop. This corruption has to stop. It's craziness. Well, <clears throat> as crazy as this, Jen. What? This sad eagle. When I saw this video, I said, that poor guy, he thinks this rock is an egg. It's, 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 a Missouri, it's an eagle in a Missouri... It's it's actually like a like a sanctuary, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sanctuary. It's him, and there's four other eagles with him. It's a bald eagle sanctuary. It's in Missouri. His name is Murphy. Okay. Well, he's been incubating a rock for the past two weeks. Murphy found the rock in the yard. He put it in a nest, and then he sits on it for most of the day. But he won't let anybody else get near his nest or his egg. 
Now, you may think this is kind of silly. What's wrong with this eagle? Maybe he fell on his head. I don't know. I found out, however, similar to what penguins do, eagles, the male eagle, helps incubate the egg when it's with the female. I had no idea. So anyway, but the sanctuary lady says he's going to be fine. Even when he finds out it's not an egg. Well, that, how would you like to find out? <laughs> Put all this work into it and it's not a real egg. He's very protective of the rock and he just seems very content with his rock. He might sit there for a little bit longer just to, you know, because it hasn't hatched. I don't think anybody has to tell him. I think he'll figure it out. Oh, he's going to find out all right. When they say even in real life when the eggs don't hatch, the, 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 the mother, the father, whatever eagle's sitting there, it doesn't have... Like postpartum depression doesn't set in. It's not like they get all depressed because there's no baby. They just kind of move on. You're sure. thinking it thinks like a human. It's sad. It's having a grand old time. It's got a rock. Oh, it's like, got something to take care of. Like this happens all the time. They're just throwing that out there. No, no, he'll get over it right away. Oh. Anyway. All I know, he's fighting with all the other eagles who try to get near his rock. They're trying to tell him. Wow. Murph. Okay, so it's it a takes- rock. It takes 35 days, they say, to hatch an egg in the eagle world. So when he gets to the 36th day and it hasn't hatched, he'll get up and he'll walk away. No, it'll be years. He'll be sitting on no, there and he say, well, won't. no baby. Everybody else's babies are going to college. You can see the video, by the way. The Morning Show blog, 850WFTL.com and on the app. Nine o'clock hour coming up next. We'll have some more headlines for you, but some more fun stuff. And good news. Even more good news for FAU Owl basketball team yesterday. Yes. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. This is inconveniencing us. We're not sleeping because of all the helicopters. I don't know if they're going to allow us to work remotely, but I'm concerned for my safety. Concerned for your safety. Okay, there's a couple of New Yorkers who apparently work and live around the Manhattan courthouse where Trump is going to be uh, arraigned, which the saying now will be Tuesday. There is a massive humanity covering this thing outside the courthouse right now. Yeah, and most of it's reporters. They're the, and then they, so they brought in, they, they, they don't have police officers to patrol the streets, but they got enough to show up at the courthouse. Good point. It's like, okay, people are getting attacked in broad daylight in New York City, yet you find a thousand cops to put at the courthouse in New York uh, at the, you know, the appellate court there. I'm waiting for it. Okay, we'll see. They, most of the people there right now are reporters. What are they just expecting Trump to show up today? I know. What did they think? Well, I don't know. Maybe they just in case he would. They wanted wow. to. The DA wanted to get him in there today. It was Trump's attorneys that negotiated for Tuesday. They seem to be settling on Tuesday. So Tuesday afternoon gives him time. He probably has some big shindig at Mar-a-Lago this weekend that he couldn't miss. I hope he wrote him a, a no, an email and said, I'm going to be watching the championship game from the tournament. Go to hell. I'll show up after that. <laughs> see, you on, see you on Tuesday. I'll be flying in from Houston. Boy, this be, did, it's ridiculous. It, it's tough to I just completely honest. It's tough to talk about. It's a, it's a Friday fun show. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. But this thing is, I, I mean, I... I'm trying not to lose my mind and yell on the air. Nobody wants to listen to that, but it's changed. Everything's changed now. See, but I think it's it's it it's going to stop. I think once Trump wins or a Republican wins, I don't think the retaliation is going to be as bad as you think it is. I think it's going to be, uh, as they say. Remember, I always tell you that the pendulum swings one way really far, yep. then it swings the other way really far. It eventually will center itself and it'll come back to the middle. And maybe it takes a couple of big hits by the Republicans against a Democrat they don't like. 
You know, do they get rid of Nancy Pelosi? Uh, do they get rid of John Fetterman? I mean, come on. The only way it fixes, though, the only way you stop this kind of corruption, because now they know now they've they've crossed the Rubicon. Now they're just going to go after any political opponent because they're in power now. And it was. Let's give them credit, the Democrats. Oh, it was a brilliant move. It was brilliant. Yeah. And it was diabolical how they did it. They infested these cities with completely corrupt communist DAs. That's what Jeez. they are. The prosecutors are completely, completely corrupt, like this brag character in New York. And that's how they did it. Republican states are going to have to start to go after now. It's the only You've got to push back, and it's going to have to get ugly. That's why I say there's no return. You'll never stop the corruption if they don't. Well, what I don't get is you live in New York City, and you know that Alvin Bragg is a district attorney, and he's just an example. There's Garthon in in L.A. There's the guy in Chicago. Uh, Lori Lightfoot was a big fan, Uh, and look what happened to her. She got run out of town for the first time in 40 years, a a Democratic mayor not reelected in Chicago. They take their crime rate is through the roof purely because of how they handle the situation. They have people coming in who are wanted for murder. They bail them out with no money, and they're back on the street in 24 hours right. to do the same thing. No problem. Bail reform. Reducing murders to misdemeanors, for God's sakes. And yet this is what they go after? I, but I don't get it. It's like, why do you vote these people in? Why would you want to live in a city that runs like this? You can't tell me there's not going to be upheaval finally among the citizens in New York or Chicago or Detroit or whatever city you want to pick, L.A. They seem to just go along with it. They roll over and say, okay, it's fine by me. Shoot people in the street. It just flashed a graphic on, uh, this one was on Fox. They said Alvin Bragg, this DA, hit the, the, in 2022, the percentage of uh, crimes that were downgraded to misdemeanors was 52%. Oh, my gosh. And criminals. Those are, these are criminals. These are assaults. These are like people got hurt, people got killed. This guy just lets them walk. They're crazy. Just one more note on this for, for this segment anyway. Gosh. Glenn Beck said it's so... We don't, I don't think we've ever played him, but he was on... Uh, I think it was Tucker? I don't know. I can't wow. remember. He had a great statement about this, though, and he's exactly right about what Trump is now. He's a symbol more than a person. And people on the right feel like he's the only guy that really gets what the f- people are feeling and it's uh, it's not going to it's not going to end well uh, for the Democrats in the next election. It's just not. He said before that he's more he's not even like a person now. He's like a, he's like a walking symbol of your last chance to fight tyranny. He's the mocking Jay. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's here. The God, fight like is that. here. That's just I can't I just I can't believe it. Can't believe we're living in this time. It's unreal. Well, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. He always has a tendency, even in the worst situations, to come out smelling like a rose. As so far with everything they've thrown at him, including two impeachments. Yeah, he keeps on keeps on coming back, and he bounces back, and maybe maybe he beats the indictment. He's nice. He's fine. It's everything else that's happening. Everything else that's changed from that. Trump's going to come out of this smelling like a rose. True. It's everything else in the country that's it's it'll never be the same. Your country just changed. Well, you can only hope that the Democrats just don't put out a list of people that they want taken out. Oh, they're already – the list is already there. Now they know they can do it though. Jeez. It's kind of scary. I don't know. Well, once he's back in power, he'll take care of it. It's been interesting to see Biden very mum around the whole thing. Uh, He said a word. He walked down to the White House, probably on his way to you know vacation again in Delaware, wherever the hell he sleeps to. And Peter Ducey got a hold of me. He said, do you think this indictment is uh, is politically motivated? The quote was, and I quote, I'm not going to talk about Trump. Of course you're not. No. 
Because you're a corrupt vegetable. Yeah, well, he's on his way to Mississippi, allegedly, oh, today okay, to good. look at the damage from the tornadoes. Yeah, sure. I, uh, I don't All know. All right, well, let's talk about the good news. The Owls of Florida Atlantic, they are headed to the Final Four! Yeah! And what, it was, uh, what was the statistic we had? More states are cheering for FAU than anybody else? That's pretty cool. That's, love, across, love, that's, that's great. They love a story. Well, they're going to love this story because uh, May... What's his first name? Dusty. Dusty May. Dusty May, great name, uh, has said he will be back for next season to coach the FAU Owls. So that's good. Everyone thought, you know, he may leave great after news. going to the Final Four, but he's staying. So that's Deemer really might good. even have an update on top of that. Really? There's word. Word. There's word. Word on the street. That's Are these right. from your inside sources? No, it's from CBS Sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, I could lie and I can make myself sound important, but no, it's something I read. Um, apparently, Dusty May has said uh, with the FAU Athletics Department that they plan on signing him to a multi-year extension. Oh. Because last next year is the final year of his contract, and they are planning on, according to the report, signing him to a multi-year extension worth... Just over a million dollars, which is funny because it's what I said. He's getting paid one fifty, okay, right. a year right now. That's amazing. And I said to you guys, if they can get him, in, you know, like a million a year, I think he would stay. And sure enough, he says he loves it here. He loves the culture that he's built, and he doesn't want to go and leave and do that somewhere else. It's hard to build a culture, and wow, his family's here, and everybody loves it, and he wants to uh, continue to stay. Stability, yeah, consistency. It's good news. I'm sure there are some out clauses. Listen, oh, yeah, if sure. Duke comes a knocking. Well, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm thinking, yeah, Duke, I love FAU Indiana, and everything. You know, somebody's going to UConn. Yeah. But apparently, I <laughs> mean, we want you. Yeah. You know, it's hard to say no to some of those schools. But some coaches, you know, they stick around and maybe he's going to be one of those guys. You, you made a good comparison, Jim. You said Gonzaga 20 years ago. Nobody knew who they were. And then they become this basketball school and they're you know, on national stage every year. So that'd be great if FAU can become something like that. It'd be nice to see. Does his worth go up considerably <laughs> if he makes it to the big dance next year? I think so. I yeah. mean, if, if FEU continues to win and they win the conference, they're going to the American Athletic next year, moving from Conference USA, so it's actually a step up. His agent put in some good clauses already. Yeah. I can imagine next year it's going to be like I do a lot right. of performance bonuses. Right. You're kidding me. Somebody mentions Final Four. <laughs> Inside the stadium, I get an <laughs> right. extra 50 grand. So he's staying. FAU is keeping Dusty that's May. Good. That's that's good news. He, consistency. Speaking that's of stadiums, not for news. nothing, and I don't think this is the case, but do oh, you no. think the athletic department at FAU is like, should have built up the basketball arena instead of that stadium. <laughs> maybe just, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Well, yeah. how much land do they have? I know because they did. It. I love that football that stadium football they built. State, it's great. Now they got yeah. their own exit and everything. Come on, <laughs> tell me that school doesn't wield some power. They got their own exit off I ninety five. I think it's awesome. Yeah, there's I, money. I think, I think the know? whole thing's great. They said they're gonna have new facilities and more NIL opportunities for the for the student athletes, which is big in recruiting. You know, if they hear they can make more money with name, image, and likeness deals. So they're, uh, they're on the way up. It's great. With all the attorneys in Boca, you would think they would be able to help these kids get all kinds of deals, right? One of the best name, image, and likeness deals that I saw was going into the college football season. Last last season, mm-hmm. there was a guy in Nebraska named uh, DeFrost. Okay? His name was DeFrost. And they got him an, an NIL deal with a local air conditioning company. Outstanding. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's awesome. It's Either like, that or it's going to say like a salt company right. for the you know for the roads. <laughs> Defrost. It was so good. He's got an antifreeze yes, contract. That's a brilliant. Oh, no, that's really good. 
So, wow. Yeah, more opportunities. Good things coming for FAU. Maybe really good things coming. We'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, let's keep it going. That's, yeah, that's, that'd be, that would be wonderful. That's awesome news. Good for them. All right. Well, <clears throat> if you haven't seen it yet, now you've got your choice. We put it on the morning show blog with one angle. <laughs> I think there's available about 10,000 angles of the Dodgers fan proposing and getting decked. This You can't tell me. That what did this security guy think the guy was doing? <laughs> you know, planting something in the outfield. I mean, why why would you be kneeling on one knee? I guess we took the ring out of. I think and then the ring just wanted goes, to deck him. The, the, did they get the ring because I, the box goes flying? The I guy goes flying. I hope so. It's horrible. Well, we get the sound of that happening coming up next, as well as uh, we got Major League Baseball pitchers singing the national anthem now. I like this trend. Who's yeah. next to do it? <laughs> that was uh, that Japanese guy. I said he needs to sing. I want to hear him sing. Can you let him learn the language first? <laughs> and some headlines. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. You know, 850WFTL.com and the 850 mobile app. You can find the Morning Show blog on there, too. Lots of stuff on there. It's great because you can listen to everybody on the air. All the podcasts are on there. All the content, connections to news stories. And uh, you can chime in to us. Yeah, you can send us notes. We got a couple this morning, uh, including somebody who listens all the time. She goes, listening at 20,000, 30,000 feet. She's on a plane. I love that. A friend of mine's in Tallahassee. She's listening, too. She said her the app is saving her. Thanks, Olivia. Thank you. The, the app's the move. It's the way to go. And I love that somebody's listening at 30,000 feet. That means they paid for the Wi-Fi. So we have, oh, yeah. have high-class listeners. How do you like that? <laughs> BB and Stewart agreed with uh, what Diener said about uh, Kareen uh, Jean Pierre there in her rant yesterday. I think a lot of people do. So it's, that was just don't you know, focus on the victims in Nashville. Focus on uh, the trans community. Yeah, right? Please, that's the priority, I guess. But anyway, in lighter in lighter stuff, this is also a video because it's mostly a visual because it's just unbelievable oh. to see. But this this kid who proposed I say kid probably twenties proposes to his girlfriend at the Dodgers game opening day. Sneaks down, goes onto the field in between innings, <laughs> goes there, oh. turns back up to her in the bleachers, gets down on one knee, brings out the ring, and then promptly gets destroyed. Gets, he gets clocked by some overzealous security guard. You can see what it looks like, but you can definitely hear the moment it happened here. <laughs> the ring goes flying, the hats go flying. And then Dodger Stadium PA is just trying to get everybody to forget about it. Play some music. <laughs> but you know what? It wasn't like the guy was running around the bases. It wasn't like he was running in between plays on a football field. He's in the back. He's in, and the killer is the baseball player standing behind him. You the, the, you know the girl says yes because the baseball player behind him starts, you know, you see him pumping his fists. He's cheering. And then when the guy gets clocked, he kind of like grabs his head and goes, oh, my God, what you just do to this kid? It was a little much. Come on. Granted, he shouldn't have been on the field, but still. You know? Uh, no statement a, from the Dodgers yet. Uh, I got a feeling this kid's going to get, like, you know, season tickets. I wonder. You made a great—I didn't think because the ring went flying. Hopefully, hopefully they recovered that. Yeah, that box goes flying. His hat goes 10 feet away from him. I mean, yeah, how hard that guy hit him. You lose your hat like that? I mean, it was like, oh, my God. I mean, he just said, like, holy just cow. Know this kid's out there. First game of the season, the security guard, just his eyes lit up. He's like, oh, oh. full speed. And then they come flying out of nowhere. It was like everybody that was behind home plate comes running out. I'm like, it's a kid. The guy's sitting on top of him. He's twice his size. So leave him alone. Yeah, they cuffed him quick. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit much. I will say this. The technique they have, you know, for actual bad guys. Pretty good. 
Well, he was stationary, too. That helped. <laughs> he wasn't running. Because oh, usually they're trying to run away from him. I was shocked at the, the, the quickness he got the handcuffs on him. Yeah, he it was. like, c- tackled him on the ground, landed them. He must have been a former cop. I bet or, you. Or a current. You know, could very <laughs> I don't, well be. I don't yeah, know. But he clocks that kid, and I'm thinking, I think most people think it was a little too much. Mm. You know, if the kid was running and he was trying to get the ball or he interrupted a play, I could understand. You're sitting there and you're proposing to somebody. And then again, I'm not big on proposals on jumbotrons either. So it's like more about you than it is about the whole it process. Is. Guy does it for clicks. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Well, maybe she wanted it too. Maybe she's maybe she says no after this. No, she said, well, maybe now that he got tackled, yeah. When you were in jail, you I found loser. somebody else. <laughs> you loser. I had to get a ride home. <laughs> you left me there like a rat. Uh, Diener also put up there the very sad story of Murph the eagle who thinks a rock is his egg. He's well. I think Murph is a is a little slow, and Murph is uh, Murphy lives in an Arkansas bald eagle sanctuary with four other bald eagles. Very sad. I don't think he can fly because I think he was hurt. <laughs> oh my God! But uh, yeah, Murph doesn't have a lot going for him. <laughs> well, he's got the rock. And, and, of course, now they're calling it Dwayne the Rock. No, I refuse. Not. We will not allow them to. Uh, he thinks the the rock is an egg, and he's been sitting on it. And I found out in this process, very much like penguins, a species of penguins, eagles share the responsibility of hatching the egg. It's impressive. I didn't know that. Either did I. So he, that's what he's doing. So Murph's sitting on this egg thinking it's going to hatch, but it, it's a rock. And they say at the sanctuary it will not have an ill effect on him because – in real life, when the egg doesn't hatch, they just kind of go on. That's a bunch of baloney. Well, it's how do they know how the eagle thinks? All the other eagles are going to be teaching their, their kids how to fly, and Murph's <laughs> still sitting there on her cold rock. <laughs> what no, if he had, anything. What if he has a bunch of pebbles? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And no one can get close because he'll pick oh, your yeah, eye he's, out. He's like trying to kill everybody that gets next to him. He'll eventually, they say he eventually will move on. Sad. Poor, poor Murph. Sad story. <laughs> But this was good in the world of uh, going back to baseball for a second because opening day was yesterday. Huge success for baseball. That pitch clock is awesome. Uh, did it? Did anybody get in trouble with it? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Teams. They don't have it completely down yet. Yeah. No? There were a couple of batters that were in the box, and they got called a strike on them because they said they weren't ready. They were refining it. But it's cutting the games down, and it's great. Wait, you said what? One of the games was like two and a half hours, right? Yeah. Instead of four and a half? That's like half the time. Oh, it's beautiful. That's how much time these pitchers and these it was, these batters wasted. It was too much. Jerks. Get in there much. and do your job. But something special <laughs> happened in St. Louis. Adam Wainwright, who's been a veteran, he's a uh, pitcher. This happened. Performing today's national anthem, number 50, Uncle Charlie Adam Wainwright. That is a packed stadium. No pressure there to What's sing the doing? national anthem. Okay, was this planned? Yeah, well, okay. I hope. Good Lord, imagine. Any hey, good? I'm doing it today. <laughs> Any good? Uh, <laughs> Why, you're changing your tune. You awesome. loved him well, like an the, hour ago. This will be the third time we've heard it. <laughs> oh, say can you see yeah. the dawn's early light. Auto-tune that sucker. He's got an album. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's got a deep voice. Yeah. He's, he's good looking. He's six seven. They'll stick him on the cover with his guitar and his cowboy boots, and there's his career after baseball. Nobody said it has to be perfect. It was the ever. Imagine the pressure he's under. All the artists say that's the toughest thing to sing in a in a stadium. He plays baseball in front of people in a stadium every day. Not singing. Oh yeah, I bet you he sings in the locker room all the time. <laughs> they're so, probably yeah. They're like Wainwright, 
do the anthem or shut up. <laughs> so here's the big finale, Dean. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. I got to take my hat off. Legend. I'm all in yeah. on Adam Wainwright singing the national anthem. You also like the Tiger King, so come on. I mean, <laughs> let's song. put thing in perspective. Listen. Oh, you know, I found something fascinating. Yes? I mentioned that. No, kept, don't you dare play no, that no, no, I don't have it. <laughs> you kept God. asking, why did they call Adam Wainwright oh, uh, Uncle, Uncle Charlie? Uncle Charlie. Where'd that nickname come I from? I figured it out. So this, this goes really deep, actually. So... His fantasy football team was called Uncle Charlie, and he used it for his charity. So that became kind of like his nickname in the clubhouse. Oh, okay. But here's the thing. Why was his fantasy football team named Uncle Charlie? So I dug a little bit deeper. His fantasy football team was Uncle Charlie because Uncle Charlie was the nickname given to the curveball, the pitch, the curveball. Because there was a Harvard president, the president of Harvard. Oh, my God. Way back in the day was Charles Elliott, and he was opposed to the adoption of the curveball because he considered it cheating. So guys in the early days of baseball, to mock him, called the curveball Uncle Charlie. Take that, Uncle Charlie, and scram, see? Wow, that was a long way to get there. But you got there. But you got there. Thank a lot you. of history with it. But boy, you know what? Can you imagine trying to teach that to your five-year-old? Why do we <laughs> call him Uncle Charlie? Well, let's go back a hundred years. Jeez. Well, Thank son. God. Let me tell you about Adam Wainwright. <laughs> it all starts during the National Anthem. He can't lot. sing that well. That's okay. interesting, though. There you go. That's why baseball sticks around, though, the lore. Oh, I mean, just it's wow. so embedded I in history. That. It's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm all for more players. I want to see an umpire sing the National Anthem. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. It's a good about idea. a bat boy or a bat girl? That'll be next. Yeah. And they save on having to pay the singers. <laughs> Do they have to pay those people to sing? Us. I think they something. Pro- Maybe no, a gas I, card. No, I bet you. I, I bet you they do it because of the exposure. The Marlins just pay him in compliments. <laughs> they were good. Get out of here. Here's here's a voucher for a Cuban sandwich. Go here's ahead. A, here's a Cuban. Go get an arepa. Get lost. <laughs> you guys are horrible. No, the little girl that used to sing at the basketball games in the Marlins. Yes, game. that's right. Remember Melanie that used to work here? Yeah, that's her cousin. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I saw that kid. It was, she was oh, little. Wow. She always used to be at my house. Huh. The Heat said she was like her good luck charm because yeah. they were winning championships when she would sing the National I forget Anthem. what her name is. I know, How about that? Mia, That's cool. Mia, Mia, it's, All right. Uh, anyway. One more time for the week. There we so go. So much happened this week. We've got Rapid Fire coming up next. Good and bad. The balance. The yin, the yang. We'll cover it all. Stick around for that. The South Florida Morning Show next. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. What a week of news. This is the last rapid fire of the week. We got it all covered. Jen's got the first one. This is kind of scary, and I like guns. Oh. State Senate has approved permitless carry. It's going yeah. to the governor's right. desk today. The odds are he is going to sign it. So what does that mean? You do not need to get a permit to carry a concealed weapon. You do not have to have a background check, and you won't have to take any instructional course. You can carry. But gun owners will not be able to carry those concealed weapons in airports, courts, schools, other places where gun possession is restricted or banned. I got a feeling you're going to see restrictive gun ban signs going up across the state. I'm a fan, though, of this, believe it or not. Because of one reason why. You are actually more liable if you have your concealed carry. All the onus of the law is on you. True. Including... As told to me by an instructor, don't ever fire a warning shot. You'll go directly to jail. Yeah, you had a kill. chance to think about it, stop, and not fire a gun, then you didn't need to. 
Hmm. Because you have a concealed carry permit, you got the education. Hmm. It's an interesting point. Yeah, but know. also, see, the opposite side of that is I think of all the yahoos that are in this state. Very true, right? And now they, you know, they all got guns, right? And now they can carry them with them everywhere they want. So now that person that looks at you cross-eyed in the car next to you could very well have a gun. Well, that Don't might look be the cross-eyed case. at people. They yeah, might already. They might already, though. They I mean, true, but and that's the thing. I, I guess what this really comes down to is people who actually follow the law, right? Right. I mean, people who are going to have a gun illegally are going to have a gun anyway, as we've come to find out. So maybe this just helps, hopefully, the law-abiding citizen who's just looking to I don't protect themselves way. or those around them. I hope it, ma- I it makes the criminals, because they know, they get an idea who carries. I hope it makes them more, less likely, I should say, to attack somebody because they just might be carrying. Yeah. Well. The more people are able to protect themselves. It would be nice. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's a big move, though. It's a it huge is. move. It's, it's, it's a huge Well, they had this in Texas, right? I think yes. that they pretty much signed almost the same thing mm-hmm. six months ago or so. Uh-huh. Big deal. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> this got completely overshadowed by the Trump news, obviously, but we didn't talk too much about DeSantis' reaction to Disney pulling the, ru- the rug out from right under Oh, that's right. right. What yeah. happened? Here's the quote. You ain't seen nothing yet. It's a direct quote from Ron DeSantis. Oh, well, then he's got dirt. Vows to hit back at Disney after it exploited the obscure Royal Claws loophole to strip its new Reedy Creek board of its power. DeSantis has another ace up his sleeve, I think. I don't know what, but something. Wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's what I was thinking, too, when this news came out. I thought, okay, I get it. Disney, you know... On paper, it looks like Disney pulled a fast one on them, Mm -hmm. and that was everybody's reaction. But something told me there's no way, knowing DeSantis like we do now, that this guy with you know law degrees from everywhere, from all the schools, that he's going to just lay down and be like, "Oh, they got me." All right, moving on. No, there's something else. Yeah. So, needless to say, Disney versus DeSantis. Probably in about its fourth stage right now. It's nowhere, Round four. No, nowhere near ending. <laughs> yeah, it's not over. It should, be, it should be interesting to see what happens. He's, he's got more. So this was this was something that we had mentioned, so that's why I wanted to bring it up, because we spoke about this Trans Day of Vengeance. Oh, yeah. Yes. We talked about it a little bit during the week that we found it kind of odd timing for this, this group, this trans activist group, to plan what was they were calling. We weren't calling it that. They were calling it the Trans Day of Vengeance. And it was going to be this big protest and demonstration in Washington, D.C. tomorrow. And we thought, boy, that's not very good timing after you just had the school shooting in Tennessee with a trans person shooting children and killing them and and staff members. So you might want to rethink that. Well, now the word has come out, according to the Daily Mail, actually. They came out with a report that said that this group, this activist group who is planning it, they've now decided to cancel the Trans Day of Vengeance, and it's not because oh. out of sensitivity for you know the children who were killed and yeah. the staff members. Yeah, and what's they it should. for? Nothing, nothing about that. They don't care about you know kids that were killed. What they care about was they're canceling it for the astronomical quote, the astronomical amount of hate from around the world that they are receiving. So they're not going to have a Vengeance Day because they're being hated. That uh, was that they, was what they canceled what it because it looks bad for their movement. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah, it looks really bad when you have a trans person killing kids. Can wow. I ask a question, though? Mm. Do they need a movement? I mean, what? Did I miss something? Like, what happened? As far as I'm concerned, if you're trans, I've always thought everyone's like, okay, so you're trans. I, 
I, I to cool. Diener, to, I mean, to, your, on, to your point, I, I don't what rights they think they don't have. I still don't. It's because well, all I've seen is they have it. super rights. Unless they you're do. talking about what they see as restriction to uh, gender affirming care. Is that what they're talking about? It, it, but if that's the only nice. issue that they're fighting for, I don't know. They're winning I, I really don't else. know. They're winning in sports. Yeah, I mean, and if, if they're fighting because they want eight-year-olds to have genital mutilation, then that's that's what you're talking about with your you're being attacked and transgender hate. Then I, you're you're beyond me. I'm sorry. Yep, me too. I don't so. know. <laughs> I think we're all in the same agreement there. Yeah. Better news. We thought the guy was a lunatic. Apparently, the jury agreed. Man. Gwyneth Paltrow was being sued for first three point one million, then the former optometrist who suffered irreparable damage because she skied into him, allegedly, on a Park City ski slope in 2016. Ah, I got news for you. The jury wasn't buying it either. Nope. Has the jury reached a verdict? Was Gwyneth Paltrow at fault? No. Was Terry Sanderson at fault? Yes. Did Terry Sanderson's fault cause Gwyneth Paltrow's harm? Yes. What percent of the fault do you assign to Terry Sanderson? 100% (laughs) damages. What amount fairly compensates Gwyneth Paltrow for economic damages? One dollar. And that's all she wanted. That's what she sued him for. It was one dollar. And and he has to pay her attorney fees. I think what did him in was, and his own attorney asked him about it, but they had pictures of him after this irreparable damage from Gwyneth Paltrow slamming into him and him not being able to remember names and he couldn't taste wine. But he traveled all across the globe. Oh, he went diving. Oh, he went diving. He went on all these exotic trips and he had the nerve to say his doctor told him to do that because if he could get back to his regular routine, life would get better for him. I don't think anybody bought that. No. She has to pay her. When she left the courtroom, she leaned over and she said, I wish you well. Well, And he apparently said, thank you. That is cold-hearted. She did it. It was a slam. She's talking about stone cold. I wish you well and walked right out. Now, where's my dollar? Let's go. You got to pay my attorney fees. And I can't imagine Gwyneth Paltrow's attorney's cheap. No. Where do you you get the dollar? Does she have to go to the cashier's window on the way out? (laughs) She's like, pay up. Now. (laughs) Wow, Wow, that guy was a psycho. So I'm glad it worked out for her. (laughs) Well, Jen, we've got half of your next tattoo all planned. (laughs) My next tattoo? I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, (laughs) next Okay. We don't know what it's going to be, but we know what color. Why? Heinz is now making ketchup-colored tattooing. Oh, they are not. What? Yes, they are. No, they're not. They're You're really doing it. Up. It's called Heinz 57 Red. It's patented. Come on. Available at certain tattoo parlors in Brazil. That's not important oh, okay. right now. <laughs> it's not clear when and if they're bringing it to the U.S., but they think so. They've been uh, riding the tattoo train for a few years now. Ed Sheeran's a fan. He's got their logo tattooed on his remember, left bicep. Remember he did that old ketchup bottle? They did special ketchup bottles with That's Ed right. Sheeran. That's right. They sold for like a bunch of money. That's right. Wow. <laughs> I don't want a Heinz ketchup bottle tattooed on my No, bottle. no, it doesn't have to be the bottle. It just has to be ketchup colored tattooed pretty red. ink. That's a pretty red. That's I like that red. No one else can use that exact that color red. Wow. And it's, except you. Except me. What is going to be your next tattoo? My next tattoo? Yeah. F-A-U Owls. That's it. Yes. Could be. I mean, I get the... Owlsy. Uh, I Let's get... put it to the text line. Should Jen get an owl tattoo if they go all the way? <laughs> I love it. God, I hate the two of you right now. <laughs> get a picture of Owlsy. I got Brutus Buckeye. That's it. That's, that's, that's all, all right. I get. Put Owlsy right And that right was after Ohio State won the national championship. So, go. okay, if the owls win, I'll think about it. All right. Should, 
Let's do it, Diener. Honestly, what's left in the show? Eight seven seven eight five zero eighty five eighty five. What? Eight seven seven eight five zero eighty five eighty five. For what? Should Jen get an owl tattoo? If Are that you crazy? Wins. On her neck. No, no. kidding. <laughs> Face tattoo. Or you can reach through the app. You can reach us through there, too. I want to find out what people say. We'll give you a couple of minutes. Yeah. Send You're not putting a tattoo on my face. Listen. Or my neck. We have to. It's going to be in a place where no one's going to see it. We have to respect the will of the listeners, Jen. Uh, <laughs> will this, buddy, right here. Okay? We'll see what they say. <laughs> Text us at that You number. got a story over there? I do. Well, do it. I'm thinking you <laughs> Why does this keep happening to you? What now? Your, your cows keep getting out. They do not. A 10-month cow. Hers are all dead. <laughs> <laughs> they are good eating. I don't know. Hopefully this one got to go home. I don't know. A 10-month-old uh, cow. You're old. 10-month cow escaped from a field in England. How did one of your cows get to England? I don't know. They Jeez. swim really well, though. <laughs> and after he escaped, he was just wandering around this town and ended up at a tennis court about a mile away. <laughs> He was gone. Sure wasn't pickleball? <laughs> I think it was tennis. He was gone for 10 hours. Oh, good. He had a nice little retreat. Finally, someone found him. There's a picture of him standing in front of the the, the uh, automatic doors. He's just, he's waiting to get in. I think he wanted to just oh, look how play a little tennis. Maybe he has dreams of playing at Wimbledon one if day on the grass cow, courts. It's a, it's a she, by the way. Yes. Okay. Not so, a he. Did I say he? Jen, oh, Jen she. Would Sorry. Know. Sorry. For all you cow snobs out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got people hitting the steering wheel going, it's a girl. <laughs> Sorry. She wanted to play some tennis at Wimbledon, I suppose. They didn't need her, did they? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So they said, we have no idea how, how she got there or why she was there. It was just stood there, mooing <laughs> and walking around. <laughs> Seemed to be having the time of her life. Good for her. Yeah. They said there was no obvious way of her getting out, but somehow she got out of her pen. And then they got her, they brought her back, wrangled her, 10 hours later, find her at the tennis court, mooing at the door. See, if that was Jen's cow, it would have been, call the chipper. <laughs> <laughs> For this little cow, they said she was safely returned to her herd, not the wood chipper. As far as we know. As far as we know. Would yeah. you stop telling people I sent him to the wood chipper? But you did. No, no I you're right. Not. That is, you know what? I lied. That is not true. The wood chipper came to you. <laughs> you just picked him up. The grinder. I told you that story. Were you here for the story? The guy got sued for a million three because somebody hit his cow. Oh yeah. Yeah, you don't want that. We're starting to get text responses, by the way, on Jen's oh, tattoo. I, Jen's I hate all of tattoo, you right now. owl idea, your responses coming nope. next, either through the mobile app or uh, 877-850-8585. Text we'll, us. We'll finish up with that, as well as, here's a story we didn't get to. It's uh, Ace Frilly versus the rest of Kiss. Uh-oh. What is wrong with this guy? <laughs> well, maybe it's them. I don't know. <laughs> what is Ace doing now? Oh, he's, he's all He's a upset. little nuts. <laughs> all right, that and more next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The Seth Loader Morning Show. Welcome to Friday. I know it's been a long week. There's a lot going on. Well, I tell you what, nothing boring about these times. There's always something going on. There's Jen, there's Dean or Bill. Mm-hmm. We'll get to uh, our last goofy story as we kind of like laugh our way into the weekend here in a second. But the text responses are already coming in, Jen, about your, your neck tattoo. I'm not getting a neck tattoo. <laughs> Let's start there, well, okay? Casey's got a great idea. What's Saying that? we can save Jen's neck. Oh, great. Thanks, Casey. By slapping an owl bumper sticker on the back windshield of her new ride. Honk I'll do that. You, honk if you love the owls. <laughs> hoot, hoot. You know what they're saying here. What? You're going to be harassed for oh. months. Because <laughs> <laughs> who really? doesn't love this team? I don't know. It's a good idea. Okay. It's the will of the listeners, Jen. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd rather do that than get something permanent on my body. 
We've got a few text messages. Oh, and the actual all, real text line. That's right. They all say simply yes. Oh, that's because they just agree with just, the two of you. Yes. The people have spoken. Jen I, needs a neck, tac- neck it is tattoo not of be a neck tattoo. <laughs> Let's move along, please. S- Sandy, this is another one through the app, says yeah. who? Who? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sandy. Love it. A little comedy there. Yeah, okay. Who? <laughs> yeah, not me. All I don't right. see the two of you stepping up and doing anything. They're responding about you. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that's right. I'd rather see the two of you get hoo-hoos. Yeah, we'll see. All right, well, real quickly, the only update this morning that came out about the uh, Trump indictment thing, it looks as though they've landed on Tuesday for uh, the arraignment outside the okay. Manhattan courthouse. Dershowitz, Dershowitz said last night it has to move out of Manhattan. Well, it has to. They're so corrupt there. How's right. it going to get anything exactly. that's normal? But that's the only update, so I think okay. you know the rest. And now we got this. It's an old-fashioned rock and roll fight. Kiss, the classic lineup, yes. which of course would be Gene Simmons, mm-hmm. Paul Stanley, Peter right. Chris, and Ace Fraley, right? Right. That was the classic lineup. They've been moving on with a couple of replacement players for a long time now and keeping the train rolling on the uh, end of the road tour. That's what they call it. The last 50 dates, the countdown is on, by the way. Wow. Okay. Paul Stanley recently took a shot at former Kiss bandmates Ace Fraley and Peter Chris. He was asked why they didn't play with the band for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. And his comment was? Paul was trying to make a joke, and I got to kind of wordcraft around this. He goes, if we did, we've, we would have sounded more like not kiss, but put a P in front of the, instead of the oh, K. Oh, jeez. Ace Frehley was very upset about that. And he's got an ultimatum. Uh-oh. He's giving Paul one week to issue a public apology, or else he's going to ruin both of them. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Ace Freely says he's going to ruin Paul and Gene Simmons. Oh, no. Okay. He's got allegedly 120 pages worth of dirt on them that's in a safe deposit box. And they wouldn't have dirt on him? Well, I think it's all out there. (laughs) He was a mess. Was he? I love him, but he's a mess. He says, those guys aren't squeaky clean. You know how many lawsuits girls have had against Gene? Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Uh-oh. Which kind of makes sense. Oh, boy. Wow. (laughs) It's all going to start coming out now. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I've heard of lawsuits before. <clears throat> like, Journey is always suing each other. Yeah. Like, it's it's been going on for, like, decades. Past it's members, terrible. forward members, members in there. Now. There was a coup. They're trying to steal the Journey name. Remember that? But I've never mm-hmm. heard of an actual threat, like, apologize or else from a past member of a rock band. When's the deadline? Uh, Do we know? One week starting. It must have been yesterday, I think. Okay. It's days, whatever it is. No I word yet wait. from Paul Stanley. I hope Paul Stanley doesn't say a word. Because I want to hear the dirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. You don't think this is all planned? No. So we're talking about Kiss? No, because he was pretty offended. You can't say that, that they would sound that bad. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I uh-huh. gotta, I gotta Keep an eye on this one. Good old rock and roll fights. Yeah. Gotta love them. Yesterday we <laughs> talked about Lolita. Yeah. The Lolita Express? Lolita, the oh. killer orca oh. whale that's going to go from Seaquarium in Miami oh, to the, the, the... They're trying to figure it out. They say it's going to take 18 to 24 months to move her, by the way. So they're still what? trying to figure out how they're going to get her to the West Coast, the Pacific West Coast. It's going to take two years? Yeah. Okay, by the way, I, I looked into this more. I couldn't understand why they want to release it to the Pacific. This is a, this is a greeny thing. This, yes. is a, this is a climate lunatic thing. It's a nonprofit Friends of Lolita is uh, who's behind this. But they're going to move her. But They're going to end up killing this whale. It yep. could very well be. But, but in the name of... We gotta do it's right. She yeah. weighs five thousand pounds, by the way. Oh. But there's another animal being moved. Who's that? Mundi. 
Who's Mundi? Mundi's a 41-year-old African elephant, lived in a very small yard, was chained up at night. Oh. That's after the zoo in Puerto Rico got destroyed by a hurricane. Oh, She right. will be on her way to a refuge sanctuary in Adapulcus, Georgia. They're supposed well, to have her good. there by the end of May. Oh, what okay, is it good. again? Adapulcus. No, the animal. Oh, it's an, an elephant. Oh. It's uh, the Elephant Aid International is going to move her. Oh, that's good. good. We love elephants. So she's going to live out on 850 acres to roam See, around on. Smarter moves than with the, the, with the whale. Yeah. That was a dumb plan. So anyway, go Moondy. Anyway, we're going to have a great weekend. Go Owls. Let's go. Yeah. And Canes. Uh, go Owls. We'll go talk. Jen's Tattoo Artist. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back on Monday, hopefully, wearing owl attire. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. We'll see you Monday.